everyone ready? Because it's time for high school football on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online, online. at WBVI.com. Online now. High school football is brought to you by Frickers, Warner Automotive, Blanchard Valley Health System, by Rotor Rooter, Bigby Coffee, Iron Workers Local 55, by Harold Floriana Funeral Hall, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, by Grit, MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, by Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Snyder's Flooring Outlet, by Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Hang on, it's time to go to the booth for all the action. Right here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online. Let's do it. Hit it. At WBVI.com. Welcome on out to Hopewell Loudon High School. You're signed for week six of high school football. Tonight we have an SBC River matchup between the Margareta Polar Bears and the Hopewell Loudon Chieftains. Margareta 3-2. They got a big win last week over Woodmore, winning 28-3. Hopewell Loudon 5-0 on the season. They defeated Lakota last week 39-7. This is SBC football on Classic. It's 96-7 WBVI online. Go WBVI.com. Lance Moore's alongside Jimmy Nicholson for today's matchup between Margareta and Hopewell Loudon. And Jimmy Guy, first taste of the SBC River with that game last week. Sat on Saturday again, Calvert taking on Gibsonburg. Now you get another undefeated team to see tonight in Hopewell Loudon as they play host to Margareta. What are some of the things you're looking forward to seeing tonight? Yeah, I'm looking forward to see the best the SBC has to offer. Last week, Calvert, really impressive uh, on both sides of the football last last week. And then looking to see what Hopewell, I, I mean, everyone, all, everybody on the, on the radio has been saying this. It's just a showdown to week 10 with Calvert and Hopewell. Just looking forward to see how they how they size up, how they match up. You know, they pass the eye test almost here. I know they're different opponents, and it is a matchup thing here when you, when you talk about D7 smaller football programs. But yeah, I'm just excited to see what they have to offer. And like I said, I was listening to coach there, so the quarterback play is going to be excellent tonight, and that that's something that always excites me uh, when I'm calling these games to see good good quarterback play. Really makes the game go a little bit smoother. That is certainly something that they have on the Hobo Loudon side of things with Evan Crease, their 6'4 senior. And Jimmy, we talk about athletes that are you know, just just straight athletes. They're they're just good at whatever they do. Evan Crease is pretty much the antithesis, the highlight of that because he was all state in football, in basketball, and in track last year. I feel like I've seen Hopewell's basketball team. That they're always impressive on the boys' side as well. Jerry does a good job there with them. I just. They're wearing these helmets. It's almost like I want to see his face to see what he looks like. I can't pick him out, but I'm excited to see him play. And that is it. That is an unbelievable resume for sure in high school to be such a versatile athlete. And, and you don't see it all the time. You usually get one or two sports athletes these days with AAU. Let's hope we'll, we'll receive the ball to start this one off. Braylon Martinez, nice run back. He'll get shoved out of bounds at about the 37-yard line. That's where we'll see the Loudon offense get onto the field for the first time today is they will be starting out this drive going left on your radio or online through WBVI.com. And one of the things that will be a little different for this offense is one of their top uh, receivers, Blake Barrier, he is playing, but he has a broken thumb. He is actually on the field right now on offense, but okay, that right hand can be a little hard to br bring balls in with that right hand. A lot of body catches. Well, you could probably do it if you get it out there, little flicks, but yeah, a long passes. Greasel will hand it off, first play of the game. He'll get it right back to Braylon Martinez. He'll get out to about the 42-yard line for a gain of five or so on that first down handoff. Yeah, just a straight-ahead run, just trying to feel each other out, get that line of scrimmage going, decide who's going to win up front, and 
good first down play for Hopewell Lawton there to start. Nice five yards. Anytime you get five yards on first down, it's a positive. Second down and five for Hopewell Loudon from their own 42-yard line. Three receivers out to the left side. Movement out front as Margareta almost goes offside, but just barely able to hold themselves back as we see a little audible call up front. Evan Kreese in the shotgun. Braylon Martinez now will flip over to his left side. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it off again to Martinez right up the middle. First down and a little more. So he'll get stopped at about midfield after a gain of about eight. That'll be enough for a Hopewell Loudon first down. Yeah, Hopewell did a good job there. They're, they're, they're motioning, they're moving the back from one side to the other. They're finding the matchup they like. It seems like Margaretta has players in the box. They're not really, I mean, they're spreading, Hopewell's spreading them out, but it seems like Margaretta's keeping people in, but they're just getting blocked up front. Great run there. Be first and 10 from midfield now for Hopewell Loudon. Two receivers to each side. Martinez to his left in the gun. He'll drop back. He'll look to throw. He'll find Adam Kreese near side as he able to get himself moving, get into Margareta territory before he's shoved out of bounds at about the 42 ER line. So another gain of eight as Hopewell Loudon keeps the ball moving. Yeah, nice little hitch on the on the near side. I've seen a lot that a lot this year. The high schools they don't have to throw it as far. You, you can just throw it to the near side, get five or six yards, and just get upfield and get get even you know get more after the catch great pitch and catch second down and two for Hopewell Loudon 10 15 to go first quarter still scoreless between Hopewell Loudon and Margarita we'll see trips to the left side Grease will look and they'll end up do a little run pass option as he went to throw that across the middle and wasn't able to complete the passes that time Matthew Wyman was open briefly but was actually tackled before the ball even had a chance to get there I was gonna say the same thing Lance it's like I think uh Hopewell was uh, wanting to flag there if I was a Hopewell fan. It looked like he got there real early. Margareta's number five got in there early. Didn't even give him a chance to catch it. I assume the creases are twin brothers. Is that a fair They assumption? are not, actually. Okay. They are cousins. Cousins. Okay, because they look like about the same height, the same body build. I was. Yeah, you are not wrong. They look very similar. <laughs> okay. To be third down and two for Hopewell. Loudon will see two receivers to the left. They'll hand it off Martinez right up the middle. Looks like he's going to be stuffed, though. Maybe actually lost a yard. They'll bring up fourth and short. Yeah, I would expect Hopewell to go for this here on a fourth and two, but just tried the same run play there. They tried to pull the left guard around, try to open something up, but just didn't get anything going. So now it's fourth and short here, but I think they might be bringing the punt team on here. So let's see what exactly they do, because you do have Kreese, who is their typical punter as well, and we've seen you know some of these different teams run some kind of trickery-type formations when they've been in punting situations, but... Looks like they won't go for it all the way with two receivers out to each side. Drop back, he'll look to throw, is hesitating. Ends up throwing that one, and it's going to be tipped and will fall incomplete as he was trying to get it on the near side to uh, Braylon Martinez, but it'll end up being batted near the line of scrimmage. Fall incomplete, turnover on downs. Margareta will take over near midfield. Yeah, big stop from Margareta. I actually thought he was going to back up and do a little Ben Rossberger punt. You know, a little you know, back up five, six yards, just punt and pin Margareta down, but no, they go for it. In a two-by-two two bunch set, interesting formation. I thought he had a crease to get out and just get two yards, but great job by the Margareta defense to keep him in the pocket and then get their hands up to knock it down. So we first and ten for Margareta now. They'll have the ball at about their own 40-yard line. They're going to have their running to their right side, flinging that down the field. Will be caught as that time it was Jordan Zader back there as their cornerback in the little wildcat type formation. That's a pretty good gain for Margareta to start things off. That's a gain of about seven. Yeah, they faked that play action, rolled out to the right. Nice throw by Luzader there. Really, really on the move. Didn't stop. Got his hips going. Nice throw to number six there, Washington. So 
So it looks like Guzander might actually be taking over their quarterback duties today, at least for the just drive nonetheless, as they'll hand it off on second and short, as they'll punch forward, get about a gain of six or so. That'll be enough for a Margareta first down, and that'll definitely be something to look at because Judah Keller's been their quarterback, you know, for the first five games so don't know if he's injured or if it's just a different uh, formation type uh, to start things off but looks like Jordan Luzan are going to be their quarterback so far yeah it looks good here to start it so I mean I, I don't see a number one out there we'll have to go to our side route in Porter Lance are, are they over there on the sideline or not I don't believe so <laughs> so let's uh, hand it off on first and ten not much doing as they got that one to Kane Smetzer their senior running back he'll be held to a no game yeah, great job by Hopewell. They're really just closing it down. Tried a little run off tackle, but good job by the defensive end there of making the play. That's Crease there coming up and meeting them at the line. Good job of open field, just not letting them go forward for no gain. So it'll be second out and 10 for Margareta. 7.50 left to go here. First quarter of action still scoreless between Margareta and Hopewell Loudon. See receivers out to each side, running back to the run. On the gun. Be a keeper by design for this senior as he'll go forward. He'll get about three or so, bring up a third down. Yeah, just tried the quarterback ISO to the right off tackle. That's what that's what Luzager looks like a solid, solid kid, you know, at 172. I was thinking maybe more of a runner, but they're coming out fast, and so I kind of thought they'd mix that in and, and they tried that time, but Hopewell's not having anything to do with it up front. They're doing a nice job of limiting that. This will be a third down at about seven for Margareta. They are in Hopewell Loudon territory at the 43-yard line. So spread things out once again. Two receivers to the left. One to the right as they'll send a man in motion. Engage Bodie. So they'll give it to Bodie on the jet sweep as he'll be right around the first down marker. We'll have to see if he's able to get a favorable spot. He's single in first down, but I don't know if he got it. I look like he was about a half yard short from my vantage point, but it was a good jet sweep. They just motioned him, had a lead block. He did a good job of getting his head down and getting up there, but I think he's a little short. It is fourth down and one. Looks like Margarita will keep their offense on the field as, again, they are in kind of four-down territory, in Hopewell out in territory, but about 36. Yeah, they got to go for it. I'm wondering if they're going to go under center here or stay in the shotgun when, when they're half yard here. You know, I, you know me, Lance. I like to get under center and just goose this thing and go, but I'm old school. They will stay in the gun. Fourth down and one for Margareta. One receiver out to each side. Keep it for Luzander all the way. Does he find enough of a crease? He is not going to find any sort of crease. He'll lose a couple of yards. So that'll be back-to-back fourth down plays for each of the defenses. Hopewell will get their offense back on the field. Yeah, Margareta really had the momentum there and just gave it right away in that shotgun. They just It took too long. The snap's too slow. I mean, Hopewell guys are getting through there. Just disappointing because they had a couple good drives going. had some had the momentum and then just stopped in the backfield. So credit to Hopewell Loudon's defense there. Be first and 10 now for Hopewell Loudon after a fourth down stop of their own. They'll have the ball at about their own 37 yard line. We'll see three receivers out to the right side. Crease in the gun. He'll hand it off. That'll be Braylon Martinez. He'll follow his blocks and he's still up and moving. Finally brought down right around the first down marker. It's either going to be a gain of nine or just enough for a first down. Yeah, Hopewell likes to pull. They're pulling two guys on that right in the hole, and, and there's no one there to greet him. So really great job up front. Um, right if, I mean, like I said, Martinez does a good job. He's very patient, staying behind those blockers as well. Really nice runner. To be second down and one coming up for Hopewell Loudon. Ball at the 47-yard line. A little pistol-type look. Almost had some movement on the left side of the defensive line from Margareta. 
Do have an audible going to be called by Evan Kreese. He'll take the snap, he'll look to throw. He'll look for his man on the near side, and that's going to be hauled in by Jack Colatrugio for a big Hope Loudon first down. Yeah, that great, great ball that time by Kreese. Just got him. He looked to the left, just threw a, threw a go on the right side down the short hash. It's a perfect pass to the outside shoulder. Really nice catch as well. That'll bring up a first and 10 for Hopewell Loudon. Ball now in Margareta territory at about the 26 yard line. That was a little more what I was expecting of him. Throwing the ball down the field, that's good for Hopewell. Trying to stretch his defense out a little bit. 5.05 left to go. First quarter still scoreless between Margareta and Hopewell. The Chieftains will hand that one off up the middle. Braylon Martinez is going to be stopped basically right away. Looks like it'll be a gain of just one. Yeah, Dylan Gibson goes right through there untouched. Just Meets that, greets that running back and just, he goes straight backwards. He's 6'3", 256. No surprise there when he's meeting a, a smaller running back, but great play by him. Margarita defense. Second down and nine coming up for Hopewell Loudon. All in Margarita territory at about the 25. See two receivers out to the left. Tight end lined up on the left side as well with the one receiver to the right. They hand it off Martinez. Has some run to work with. Cuts it back up the middle. Spins around. Now finally going to be taken down right about the 15-yard line. That should be enough for another Hopewell out in first down. Yeah, good hard run by Martinez. Getting spun around. Hit, just still grinding out yards. Great job up front by Hopewell again. Moving the chains here. Just what they need. Down, to, you know, down inside the 20. You know, threatening the score here in the first quarter. First and 10 for Hopewell Loudon from the Margareta 15. See a receiver out to each side, and we'll see Evan Crease in the gun with Martinez behind him once again. He'll take the snap, he'll hand it off to Martinez. So we'll wait for some blocking to develop. Won't get much blocking to develop that time as he'll be limited to a gain of about two. Yes, no, no secret who's getting bars. Martinez, I'm waiting for Hopewell to um, throw in a play action here, try to catch that Margareta defense coming up because they're, they're going to have to commit. You know, six, seven, eight guys in there to try to stop Martinez here. So I, I would expect maybe a play action here coming up here, this down or next, but we'll see. 325 left to go first quarter. Still scores between Hopewell Loudon and Margareta. Second down and eight for Hopewell Loudon deep in Margareta territory. Crease going to look to throw on the screen play as it was actually tipped to the line of scrimmage, but still going to be brought in by Martinez for a solid gain as they'll get out to about the 10-yard line, bring up third and about five. Yeah, great concentration by the receiver there. It looked like it was uh, number two that, that hauled it in. It got tipped up in the air. The, those are scary. The defense can run it in front. It was a bubble screen to the left. He did a good job of keeping his eye on it and catching it. Getting, getting a couple yards. Didn't get very many, but made it third and manageable. It'll be third and five for Hope Wellowden. Pretty deep in Margaret's territory about the 10-yard line now. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to drop back. He'll look to throw. He's looking near side. He'll find Martinez. Martinez makes a move, dives, and he will be into the end zone for the Hopewell Loudon touchdown with 2.33 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, they did a nice job that time. It's just, just a straight pass the whole time. Martinez just creeps out to the flats. They just flick it out there. No one's out there. There's no one there. He catches it around the 10-yard line, and then it's just one-on-one, -on -one and it's hard to bring down Martinez in the open, open field. He just dives to that pylon. Great job of recognition of him to, to make sure he got the ball out and got that touchdown. Hopewell looked to go for two with the Wildcat formation with Martinez at the quarterback position. He'll take the snap as he'll look for the little pop pass. It's going to be intercepted. 
as that will end up being blown dead that time. Nice little interception at the in the end zone for Julian Washington, the 6-4 sophomore. So the score will remain six to nothing. Hopewell with the lead here over Margaret Lance Morris, alongside Jimmy Nixon here on Classic. It's 96-7 WBVI online through WBVI. Let's take a look at some scores from around the area since we are already getting kind of close to the end of the first quarter here. And there's already a handful of scoring in some of these games. Macomb, they lead Riverdale 6 to nothing. Arlington, a 15 to nothing lead over Arcadia. Uh, Worthington Christian and Pandora Gibboa, they're tied up 7 to 7 over in Putnam County. And uh, Elmwood plays Lima Central Catholic. That game will take place tomorrow at about 4 down in Lima. In the NBC, Genoa leads Otsego 7 to nothing. The NLLC, we've got a Finley score. No update yet for the Finley matchup with Springfield all tied up still 0-0. In the Northern 10, Mohawk and Upper Sandusky still 0-0. Same thing for Colonel Crawford and Carey. Well, back to that two-point conversion, that's a little Tebow pass that you see. They fake that little quarterback draw, try to jump, throw it up, but Margaretta's having nothing to do with it. I was wondering if Hopewell was in field goal range if they didn't get that. I think we've answered the question if they're going to kick a field goal. To me, if you're not kicking an extra point, then you're probably not going to kick a field goal would be my guess here. So we're looking at all two-point conversions. Um, I like that anyway. So we are set for the Harold Florian Funeral Home Kick. Fall Story's oldest established funeral home, serving the Irish for over 100 years. Find them at 301 West Tiffin Street in Fall Story. As we'll see Margareta just hop on top of that one at about the 26-yard line on the kick. So that's where we'll see the Margareta offense get back down the field for the second time today after each team went uh, went forward on fourth down and failed their first time with the ball and Hopewell, of course, able to score their second time around. Yeah, great response there for Hopewell. I mean, it felt like they lost a little bit of momentum there, but they really bounced back, had a nice drive. Kind of are what, what we expected tonight here to take control of this game and, and show their dominance. The first in Santa for Margareta back at about their own... 25-yard line. They'll end up handing it off on the jet sweep to Gage Bodie, but he's going to be hit immediately as finally will be blown dead, and he'll end up, looks like, losing a yard or two. Yeah, great job. I mean, just hopeful guys are just diving in there. They're, they're like, unblocked up front, and really, Margarita's got to do a better job up front to really keep them out of the backfield. So we'll be second and ten coming up for Margarita, as they'll call that last play a no-gain. Yeah, Luzader's still in there at quarterback. I don't, I don't, oh, I do see number one over there on the sidelines, but he's just standing there. So it will be second down and 11 now for Margareta. Luzader going to drop back. He'll look to throw, has to avoid some pressure, is unable to avoid any of that pressure as he's going to be brought down for the sack. Joe Ewald, the freshman, first on the scene for Hopewell. Yeah, yeah, great job by the defensive end. Just comes. Tried to roll out to the right, successful play they had earlier, but he had, Joe Ewald had nothing to do with that, just would not let him get outside, grabs him, rolls him back for, for a big loss, actually, a loss of, was that loss of 10 almost? Yeah, they'll call it on the scoreboard, third and 21 coming up with 1.15 to go here, first quarter, Hopewell the 6 nothing lead, Margareta though with the ball deep in their own territory after the big sack. See receiver out to each side, Luzano will Roll to his right, he'll look to throw as that is going to be incomplete as he was looking for Julian Washington on the far side as that brings up fourth down. Yeah, like I said, it was the same play that had the, that, the little hitch on the outside, but Martinez just knocks it down real easy. Like they saw that play coming, he, he made a nice break on it. They had to go for a long pass on that one. Great play by Martinez, he's everywhere. He's running the ball, he's knocking passes down. He's doing anything that Hopewell needs him to do. Impressive player. 
So we'll see Margareta go back to punt this away. Gage Bodie will do the punting duties. He'll boot that away. They'll call for a fair catch, and Martinez will run away from it as it takes a Margareta bounce as it'll be down at the 34 yard line. So another good punt that time from right around their own end zone as they're able to flip the field as best as they could on the Margareta side. We'll see the Hopewell Loudon offense get back onto the field with 51 seconds remaining in quarter number one. Hopewell, the 6-0 lead. Yeah, it's a great punt because he was punting inside the 10 there. Really, really boomed. I mean, I'd like to see Martinez trying to run under that. I mean, that's the thing. He's back there by himself to defend Martinez. I mean, that stuff really makes you cringe. I mean, my high school coach would scream at me if I ever let a, a punt hit the ground. I guess, like I said, this I'm old school. I, I am very I old school. I think that he misread it. Just I think he thought that was going to go out of bounds based on the way he was kind of looking at it. And then it took a, took a nice little turn back towards the field. Yeah, it had an extra 10-yard bounce. I and mean, that was the only thing that, that Coach Mexico always preached to me. Got to catch those. Got to go get them. First and 10 to four. Hopewell allowed him from their own 34 as they'll hand it off up the middle, but nothing doing that time as I think Martinez ran into the back of one of his linemen. Yeah, great job up front by Margaret to, to really not allow Hopewell to dominate up front. The, Margaret's doing a good job here and there. They're just not consistent every play here to, to, to slow down this Hopewell offense. Second down and nine coming up for Hopewell out and under 30 seconds to go here. First quarter of action. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Evan Kreese in the gun. They'll end up keeping this one. Look to throw as he'll find his man as that's going to be hauled in by Wyatt Crow. And Crow will be brought down at about the 40-yard line for a gain of six. Yeah, a little play action, a little rollout. Kreese, Kreese is doing his Jeff Garcia impersonation, jumping and throwing. I'm not going to reference my Jeff Garcia Browns days. Yes, I was watching Jeff Garcia play for the Browns. You can't say you're ago. not going to and then literally do that. <laughs> it was a jump pass. I was impressed. I'm complimenting the jump pass. Um, really, really impressive. Just getting out. Just I like seeing playmakers make plays, and he's making plays tonight. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout as the first quarter has came to an end. 6-0 Hopewell with the lead over Margareta. We'll be back in a moment to start the second quarter here from Baskin. You're listening to High School Football on Colossic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Due to substantial growth at Morgan Advanced Materials, we're hiring and want you to join our team. If you're looking for a competitive starting wage, Morgan Advanced Materials has production operator positions starting at $19.76 an hour with the potential of up to $23.91 an hour. Join our team at Morgan Advanced Materials located in Faustoria. Call us at 419-360-9751 or head to morganadvancedmaterials.com to launch a career that strives to make this world a better place. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go. NWO. Back we are to start the second quarter of action as it's Hopewell Loudon with the 6-0 lead on Margareta. They also have the ball. It's third and three to start off the second corner, and it'll be caught on the far side of the field as it'll be brought in as it was Adam Kreese on the reception for Hopewell. As it was just enough for a Hopewell Loudon first down to start off the second corner. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nicholson here with you on Classic. It's 96-7 WBBI again. Hopewell Loudon, the 6-0 lead on Margareta. Yeah, just a little hitch to the outside, like I said, to the short side. A little crease-crease combo there. You got a 6-3 receiver in D7 football. That's a nice target to have. Um, 
Really, really impressive receiver. It'll be first and 10 for Hopewell Loudon from their own 45-yard line. Two receivers left, one to the right. They hand it, Braylon Martinez. A little left side dive play, but not much doing. They'll only gain a yard or two. Yeah, great job up front by Margaret. They really, they really got to commit. They got to slow down this running and, you know, really make Crease try to throw the ball down the field. I really just don't think they can just let Martinez nickel and dime all the way down the field like they did last time. So they really got to challenge him outside and, uh, you know, try to get some pressure on the quarterback otherwise. Well, and it's not that the Hopewell offense can throw the ball down the field because they can because coming into tonight, Crease, already over 1,000 yards passing, but about half of those to Blake Barrier, who is playing ride receiver, but isn't exactly the target he was prior to his injury. I'm surprised they don't throw any like a little dump outs to him or run him on a jet sweep because he can still carry the ball with that thing, but I agree. He's second down and eight now for Hopewell Loudon. They'll hand it again to Braylon Martinez. He'll get a little head of steam as he'll carry some of his blockers with him as he's gonna be brought down just past the first uh, first uh, down marker for a, a big uh, big run. And I, I chuckle because Noah Kubitz, the left tackle for Hopewell Loudon, took his man about five yards past where Braylon Martinez got to, and it was such a good block that the guy he blocked actually gave him a dap after it. <laughs> you don't see that. You're supposed to get down when you're getting blocked that far, but great run by Martinez. I mean, it shows the versatility of Hopewell. You're saying that they're slinging it all over, and tonight they're just running it straight ahead with Martinez. Shows the versatility of this team and you know how the reason they're 5-0. and First and 10 for Hopewell Loudon from the Margareta, 44. So hand it again to Braylon Martinez. He'll get away from the first line of defense as he tries to cut it back outside, but he will be brought down when he tried to do so. So he'll get out to, it's like about the 36-yard line for a gain of about six. Yeah, Washington did a nice job of, for Margarita getting an open field tackle on Martinez. He's really hard to bring down the open field. I thought he was going to kick it to the outside and really had some green grass there, but good, good tackle by Washington in an open space. 9.34 left to go here. First half of action. Hopewell out in the 6-0 lead on Margareta and driving down the field once again as it'll be second down at about four now coming up for Hopewell Loudon. Trips out to the right side. Martinez to the right of Evan Kreese in the shotgun. He'll take the snap. He'll look to throw this time as he rolls to his right as he's flinging it down the far side. And that's going to be hauled in for a catch on the far side. And that was actually Blake Barrier who brought that one in. Who needs two hands? Who needs two good hands, Lance? You don't need it. Great, great play design there by Hopewell. The outside receiver took the guy, the safety with them, and um, Barry just ran underneath. There's a nice little, little flag route for a nice gain, you know, probably about 15 yards. And I talked to a handful of Hopewell people before I got up here. City's been basically working on his one-handed catches every night since this happened. So he, he's he's been working at it. He used both hands that time, but these gloves are so tackified these days. You know, Lance, you can catch anything. First and 10 for Hopewell Loudon. They'll hand it to Braylon Martinez. A little right side run this time as he'll be stopped after looks like a gain of about four or so. It seems like Hopewell can push the ball down the field. They're just looking to control the control the clock, you know, and run the ball, and they're doing it effectively. But it seems like every time they throw the ball down the field, it seems to be very effective. I'm, I'm interested they're not just going for some bigger plays, but they're, they're pretty content just running the ball and, and controlling, the, controlling the clock. See, I think it changed quarterbacks here. Looks like we might see a uh, Martinez Wildcat style okay. play. Looks like that's exactly what we'll get. We'll see two receivers out to the left with Martinez in at quarterback this time. 
He'll take the snap. It'll be a keeper by design. He'll get a little head of steam, cuts it back to the right side. He'll be brought down right before he was about to get into the open field and still be running for a touchdown, but that will be enough for another Hopewell Loudon first down. Yeah, that Wildcat's so effective because that lead back blocks for him, and that quarterback's unaccounted for, especially when you have a runner like Martinez, a quarterback there. It's really hard to stop. But Wildcat formation once again, first and 10 for Hopewell Loudon. Again, Martinez will keep it. Flag will come in right as that play was starting to develop. Martinez will get brought down after it looks like a gain of two or three. Yeah, let's see what the flag could be. That's in a weird spot there. I would imagine holding, holding just based on where it was thrown. Yeah, Crease didn't look that happy about coming out. I'm, when you got a quarterback like that, I'm surprised he ever comes out. I'm surprised he doesn't just go to receiver. You know, just run him out of receiver. I bet he's probably good at catching the ball too. But uh, now backs Hopewell up here. On, it's because they got a score, right? So it's first and goal from the 17 now. Yeah, that's exactly what it will be with 7:37 left to go here in the first half. Hopewell out in the six nothing lead. They'll be dropped back after the holding penalty, and we will see. Priest back on the field now at quarterback. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Martinez to his left in the shotgun. They'll send him in motion to the left side. He'll take the snap as he'll throw it on the far side. Little bubble screen play, and that is going to be brought in. That'll be a touchdown for Hopewell Loudon as that is going to be scored. A big play that time for Hopewell to add on to their lead. Yeah, that was a great play design by Hopewell Loudon. They had Martinez running out to the left side. He did a good job. He looked over to the left, came back to the right for a bubble screen, and then the linemen were up there for a jailbreak screen to get up on the safeties. I mean, he was untouched from the 17. Great execution, great play call. Six points for Hopewell Loudon. So we'll see Hopewell keep the offense on the field, go for two once again as they have the 12-0 lead currently. Kreese will look to throw, he'll look on the far side. That's going to be hauled in by Adam Kreese for the two-point conversion. That'll make it 14 to nothing. Hopewell allowed in the lead with 7-14 left to go here in this first half of action. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. You're listening to High School Football and Classic It's 96.7 WBVI. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Back we are here from Hopewell Loudon, your site for tonight's action in high school football. The Carol Florian, if you don't kick, returnable for Margareta as they get a good return on the kind of shallow kick as 
They'll end up having the field position to start this one at the 46-yard line, but Hopewell allowed in the 14-0 lead with 7-10 left to go here in the first half of action. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon here with you on Classic. It's 96-7, WBVI, and we'll see Margareta start again first and 10 from their own 46-yard line as they'll look to fake the jet sweep and then hand it off on the left side as they'll have now another guy in at cornerback as Jake Bowie will step in. He's listed as their primary backup quarterback. So now with Margarita's offense kind of uh, sort of uh, struggling to get things going, they'll make it make the move. Yeah, well, they're trying to get something going. They've, they've run that jet sweep a couple times, did a good job of countering it back. It feels like Margarita's, they got to get some points here on this possession. I mean, this game's slipping away. I mean, not to get off topic, but it looks like the starting quarterback has something on his right wrist. Maybe a cast or something. So maybe he's looking at he, a break, he, broke he, a wrist he, or something. He is in uniform for what that's worth, it appears. Yeah, but at quarterback, you kind of need your wrist. Kind of. So uh, end up handing it off on another uh, play on that second down handoff. They'll end up getting about three or so yards, bring up a third and short now for Margarita. Yes, Margarita's got to pick up this third and, third and short. They have to. They have two two good good plays here. They got, got it in short and manageable. They really got it. If they don't get it here, they really have to go for it here. They, they got to get some points on the board. They got to get some momentum going um, to really, I mean, Hopewell is really just taking control of this game. And we need to get something here. The third down and three for Margareta. As they'll go to the gun this time. Bowie will hand it off. Right side run for Smetzer as he's going to break away from the defense as he is going to be caught from behind. A touchdown saving tackle from Blake Barrier, but that'll be a Big run for Margareta for the first down. Yeah, great run by Smetzer. He, he broke through. I thought he I thought he was going to go the distance, but he dove and got tripped up. It looked like he got shaken up a little bit there. His helmet popped off, and now he's back up. He's jogging off the sidelines. He's all right, but great job. Great job up front by Margareta there. They really needed that. Big play for them. The first and 10 coming up for Margareta. 5.35 left to go first half. Hopewell out in the 14-0 lead on Margareta. It'll be... First and 10 for Margarita. They'll have the ball at about the 21-yard line of Hopewell Loudon. They'll look to hand it off. That'll be handed off on the end around on the far side of the field. That was actually number one. That was Keller that time. I, want, I, I thought that was, but I needed someone to confirm that for me. So, yeah, they bring Keller in to the game. But, yeah, he definitely has something on his right wrist. I can't tell if that's a cast or if it's just like a wrap of some sort, but it's kind of hard to tell from this far away yeah and, and the other thing is it's black usually you see it when it's white he's got something wrapped with black but they're getting him in here now they're, they're trying to trying to mix it up here trying to do whatever they can do to get some points so they do line up keller at running back and boy will roll to his right look to throw is it's gonna be hit as he throws that is intercepted right near the end zone that time as it was adam crease that brought that one in for the interception hopefully Loudon will take over they'll be deep in their own territory but to get the ball back with 442 to go in the half I said Martinez is everywhere. Crease is everywhere. He says, not so fast, Martinez. I can do it, too. Great great interception. He just had nowhere to go with it. Quarterback just threw it up. I looked I looked down the field. There's no one open. It's a two-man route. He just throws it up for grabs. He just didn't throw it far enough. Uh, for reference, that's his third interception of the year. So he actually leads the team, I believe, in that regard. Yeah, now, now he does because him and uh, Blake Barry each had two. That was impressive. But, I mean, Margarita's got him pinned down here inside the five. I just thought the clock was run down. I was wondering, who gets the ball at halftime, Lance? That's your area. That is my area. Margareta gets the ball to start the second I gonna, half. I was thinking if they could get some points there, then get the ball at halftime. But good good stand by, good play by Hopewell. 
See Hopewell hand it off to Braylon Martinez as he'll get down to it looks like about the 11 for a gain of seven or so that time. Yeah, I mean, if Hopewell's going to run the ball as they've been doing this first half, they really might have to get a little bit of urgency here, try to go 90-some yards, 95 yards here in four minutes and 20 seconds. I mean, look for them to pick up the tempo a little bit or maybe push the ball down the field here, um, this player the next. So you keep calling for, uh, for the play action. <laughs> it's coming, Lance. If you just keep saying it, eventually it's Eventually, happen. yeah, eventually I'll be right. <laughs> More times than not. 50% of the time it works every time. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, okay, Brian Fantana. Be second down in four now as we'll see Evan Kreese drop back, look to throw, has to escape some pressure and does and flings it down the field. It's going to be caught and still running and finally going to be brought down at about the, looks like, 35-yard line as it was Matthew Wyman on the grab that time for Hopewell Lowden for the big first down catch. Yeah, great job by Kreese. Getting tackled from behind, throws it up about 20 yards, just has his receiver coming across the middle and no one's around him. He's wide open, so... Now, now we're talking to getting up to 35. Now they can maybe still, they still got to be a little bit. When get we, in on the huddle a little quick. And the, uh, I, I have a point that I'll wait to say till after this play is it'll be first and 10 for Hopewell Loudon. Two receivers out to each side. Crease in the gun. He'll drop back, look to throw a little screen play to Martinez as he'll get upfield a little bit. It'll be brought down. Looks like just past the first down marker. So he gets out to about the 46 for, looks like another Hopewell Loudon first down. And, like you uh, mentioned before, we, we talk, I got the chance to talk to uh, Coach Brian Calatruglio earlier in the week for the NWO Orthopedic Sports Huddle. Talks about how Evan Kreese just one of the best quarterbacks he's ever been around. And you kind of saw that on the previous play because just the fact that he knew the rush was coming from his left side and was able to take that play just long enough so he could still get the ball down the field. Yeah, just just knowing exactly where your receivers are going to be and having the presence of mind to, to not just tuck it away and run. That's what a lot of high school quarterbacks would do or just take the sack, not turn it over. It's a great play. First and ten for Hopewell out, and they hand it off Braylon Martinez once again. He's going to be hit pretty quickly, though. Looks like he'll only gain about two or three. If you go back to that last play, did that middle screen it. I mean, the only time I'm really going to criticize Martinez tonight, it looked like he could have cut back against the grain and had some blockers, but he went to the right, but he still got 11 yards. But hard to criticize when you get 11 yards. See, Hopewell out and go a little uh, little no huddle this time. Second and eight with two five left to go. First half, they lead Margareta 14-0. Kreese will drop back. He'll look to throw. Escapes the pocket a little bit. Now flings it down the field. That's going to be hauled in by Matthew Wyman once again. And Wyman's going to be deep in Margareta territory as he stopped just shy of the 20. Yeah, that had to be a blown coverage or something. He went right down the seam. No one was there. That That's actually the one time they, that Crease actually missed him. He could have got him, but he got a little frazzled, tried to go out of the pocket, and still had the presence of mind to get it all the way across the field um, to a wide-open receiver. It looks like they were in some kind of zone or it was a busted play. Um, on the defense's end. Be first and ten for Hopewell Loudon from the Margareta 21 with just under two minutes to go in this first half and we'll see a timeout taken on the field as it'll be taken by Margareta again with the 152 remaining in the first half. Hopewell Loudon the 14-0 lead here on Margareta. It's more Shimmy Nixon here with you on Classic. It's 96-7 WBVI line through WBVI. Zach, I'll take a look at some scores from around the area as we have Hoke, Oak Harbor with the 7-0 lead on Fostoria there in the second quarter over in Oak Harbor. Arlington leading Arcadia 22-0 over at Arcadia. Macomb leads Riverdale 14-0. Liberty Benton up on Van Buren 14-0. Pandora Gaboa a 14-7 lead on Worthington Christian. See if we have any updates 
on the Finley game, and yes, we do. They lead Springfield by a score of 18 to nothing. Carey striking first. They lead Colonel Crawford 7 to nothing. Mohawk 14 to 6 advantage over Upper Sandusky. Seneca East a 12 nothing lead on Buckeye Central. Perkins a 21 nothing lead on Clyde. And Lakota 14 nothing lead on Willard. And uh, Columbian currently trailing Sandusky by a score of 7 to 6. Yeah, like I said, Lance, they have plenty of time here. They don't need to rush. Only 152 left. They get, Hopewell's got all kinds of time before half. So we're just about ready to go <laughs> following the timeout. Are, are you proud of yourself? <laughs> so we'll see Kreese drop back, look to throw as it's a little bit of a high pass, but Kyle Truglio able to haul that one in on the near side as he'll gain, looks like, about uh, six or seven yards or so, bring up second down. Yeah, way to go up and get it. Way to go up and get it and get a catch pulled and bring it into his body and protect himself. It was a really nice, nice catch. A little high throw, but got got a nice gain of seven, eight yards. Let's get down and a four now for Hopewell Loud, and we'll see Crease drop back, look to throw. That's going to be incomplete. The fans call for a pass interference. We won't see a flag thrown as it'll bring up now third down with a 121 left to go in the first half. Yeah, they came back to that bubble screen on the right side. They didn't have Martinez go out to the left to open it up, but I think since the pass was line, behind the line of scrimmage, I don't think there's a pass interference that they can call. I know the fans all want that, but I think it's legal for the defense to maul you behind the line, I guess is what the high school rule allows. Be third down and four now for Hopewell Loudon. Ball will be on their own 15-yard line. Three receivers out to the right side. Will roll to his right. He'll look to throw. So pump fake. He looks for the far side. And that'll be incomplete. Almost intercepted by Gage Bodie. But now that bring up brings up fourth and four. Yeah, it was just a sprint right flood. It looks like he had the receiver out in the flats that didn't want to take it. One to go deep to try to, try to get the touchdown and get more and get the chains moved. And now they're now they're looking at a fourth and four here. So probably could have just taken the, the guy out in the flats that got in the first down, but now we're looking at a fourth and four. Will be fourth and four for Hopewell Loudon. Similar formation with three receivers to the right. Crease in the gun. He'll roll briefly to his right again. He'll pop back and he'll find Wyman wide open and walking into the end zone for the Hopewell Loudon touchdown as Wyatt Crow, the tight end, brings that one in, adds on to the Hopewell lead. Yeah, they got three receivers to the right. They've been rolling right, they've been thrown to the right. You don't even notice that tight end's there because it's tight. They just rolled to the right, just dumped it right back to the left side. No one home for Margareta on the left side, and he walks in for an easy touchdown. Great play call. Great play design. Good job by Hope Aladdin. See the Chieftains go for two once again. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Martinez now will be in motion to the right. Crease will roll to his right as that's going to fall incomplete. So it'll Keep the score at 20 to nothing with 1.08 left to go here in the first half of action. Lance Morris alongside Jimmy Nicholson here with you on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. Online through WBVI.com. And, you know, I mean, Jimmy, this is a Margareta team that, you know, has had a little bit of momentum. They've won their last three games after starting off 0-2, but looks so far that they've run into what is basically now the Hopewell out and buzzsaw. Yeah, I mean, just impressive. I and mean, they just they just marched down the field to Hopewell Loudon in three minutes, 95 yards, no problem at all. I mean, I really think maybe Margareta's held up by not having Keller at quarterback. They're mixing in different quarterbacks. What's the old thing they say? If you have two quarterbacks, you don't really have one. They're trying to find anything they can do offensively to try to get them going. 
Um, you know, it's hard to see not having seen them play with Keller at the helm. But like I said, if you had him listed as the quarterback one, I assume that hurts. Any any team that loses their quarterback is going to be hampered a little bit offensively, and it seems like it's showing up tonight. When some numbers on Keller before today coming in as the quarterback had uh, 548 yards passing, five touchdowns to one interception, and also one of their uh, primary runners, 57 carries for just over 200 yards. So definitely one of their playmakers, and without him uh, seemingly being able to be at the quarterback position, certainly seems to be limiting their offense so far. Yeah, especially in some of these smaller schools, you really rely on those people, and now you're just looking for someone to step up. Sometimes it takes a couple of games or two to, to really get comfortable. And if you don't kick will be returnable for Margareta as that time it was Julian Washington to bring that back. He'll end up getting stopped at about the 32-yard line. That's where we'll see the Margareta offense come onto the field once again as they'll have a little bit of clock to work with, have 104 still left to go. Yeah, I mean, Washington's looks like a nice player for them on the outside. Maybe they could try to push the ball down the field here. They're, they're kind of desperate here, you know, down down 20 to nothing, try to get something going. But Washington is six foot four, you know, as a sophomore out of the wide receiver position. Maybe it's something they could they can look at and get the ball down the field. But I don't know what they can get going here. We'll find out here with un, just a little over a minute. Be first and ten for Margareta. Two receivers left. Split back. Look in the gun. They'll hand it to Smetzer up the middle. He'll. Lower his shoulder, get himself going forward. He'll gain about four or five yards. Yeah, nice first down game, but clock's against him. Okay. Timeout, Margareta. I was going to say, that's a nice first down game if it's not just one minute left in the half. So they really they really got to try to get something, try to push the ball, or they're just content being down 20 to nothing. And that's not a really good sign you want to send to your team that you're content being down 20 to nothing. I think they really got to try to try to do something, you know, throw a screen, try to throw something, maybe a trickery play here, you know, just to show your team, hey, we're fighting, we're still going at it. I just don't think it's a good look trying to just sit on it down 20 to nothing. Well, I mean, it's it's like you alluded to. I mean, last time they did kind of rear back to throw was when they were pretty deep in Hopewell territory. They ended up throwing an interception. So it's like how many plays in your playbook do you have where you can, you know, you have the screen plays, you have, you know, it's like the bubble screens, you have those different plays to – Maybe get something going, but especially with your offense being limited with now your essentially third backup quarterback in there, I mean, it just shows you what your offense can be limited to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even a screen or something, try to get it going, but maybe not just not run up the middle, but sometimes they bust those off and can eat my words. We'll be second down and four for Margareta. We'll see Bodie rear back, look to throw down the field as that is intercepted. Taking it the other way will be Hopewell Loudon. And that was Braylon Martinez on the grab, so we'll see if Hopewell looks to do anything. They do still have uh, 47 seconds left to work with on the clock. Martinez is really trying to get that MVP tonight, Lance. He's running the ball. He's got two interceptions now. He's all over the field. They really did what I was talking about. They threw it up to Washington. Washington had a chance at it, but Martinez says not so fast. Just ripped it right out of his hands. He had a chance at it. it was, he threw it up. I like the way he threw it up. Gave Washington the chance to go up and get it, and... And those as a quarterback, you get disappointed that your receiver can't at least break that up. Um, you know, at six foot four, I would expect him at least to be able to break that up or come down with it. But Martinez is a, is a nice player. He's, he's a big, strong athlete as well. Be first and ten for Hopo Loudon. We'll do a little uh, gun bunch formation. Two receivers out to each side. Reese will drop back. He'll look to throw. He's looking for his man. As I think that's going to be now. Might have been hauled in. Do you see a flag come in anyway? It do look like they will say it was caught. 
Did have a nice collision though on the near side of the field, right by the sideline. Yeah, Barrier jumped up and grabbed that. I don't think it was even to him. He just, he get in the area. That was what I wanted Washington to do last play. It goes up in the air. He's like, if it's close to me, I'm gonna go get it. I got one hand, it doesn't matter. But great catch. I don't know if they're calling a targeting there. The way that flag game came in late. Um, yep. So that might be, that might, that'll give Hopewell an extra 15 yards, right? That's what a targeting call will do. Yeah, and he's slow to get up, Barry, but what a great catch. I mean, I think we're underplaying the great catch he had. Again, only has it. one good hand. Right That's all now. he needs. You said he was working on his one-hand grabs. He, he certainly on. was. Has already a second catch tonight. It looked good. I think they should maybe throw it to him some more because he seems to catch it pretty dang well. But like I said, Hopewell's not satisfied up 20 to nothing. They're trying to get some more points here. 38 seconds remaining. They lead 20 to nothing, but after the penalty now deeper into Margareta territory, Crease will throw near side. That'll be hauled in and quickly going out of bounds will be Jack Calatruglio. He's right around the first down mark. It looked like that was a gain of about five as we're down to 30 seconds remaining in the half. Yeah, Hopewell seems to have just weapons on weapons on weapons. I mean, whoever they throw to does a nice job of hauling in and getting up field. They know exactly what's going on. Calatruglio obviously, you know, has to be some relation to the coach, I would assume, so he knows to get out of bounds here. He's a smart kid, doesn't try to cut anything up. That would be his son. That, see? Right, see, look at me. I knew there was an assistant good, called good. Trudio, so I wasn't sure if it was coach's son. So the second down and two, Creasel drop back, look to throw, has it across the middle of the field. So that's going to be caught. Looks like Blake Martinez on the grab, and that'll be enough for a first down as we're down to 24 seconds now to go in the half. I'd expect him to spike the ball here, but the shotgun teams, did he have a timeout left? I was going to say, it looks like a timeout was taken on the Hopewell out and signed. How many do they have left? I thought the scoreboard doesn't show any. Maybe it doesn't work. I'm not sure. I looked. I didn't see it'll it for either team. It'll be a surprise so. to both of us. Okay. All right. I didn't know if you were charting that over there, Lance. That's why you get paid the Duncan Bucks. You know, I'm just here to support you. <laughs> so it'll be first and 10 coming up following the timeout from the 24-yard line for Hopewell Loud. And as they look to add on a couple more points before the half. And I'm gonna br bring this up now just so you have time to think it over and look at the different options. So you mentioned our, our player of the game, which is Fricker's player of the game, by the way. Blake Barrier has won it. Blake Martinez, or really Martinez, has also won it. So just th throwing that in well, the atmosphere now. Oh, Crease is pretty dang good. Crease so is nice pretty dang good. Off. He has not won it yet. Back to the game here, though. They got to score a touchdown here from the 20. If they're not kicking extra points, I would assume they don't have a kicker or they don't have any confidence in them. So they really got to score here, which makes this a little bit more interesting with 24 seconds left. First and 10. We'll see Evan Crease roll to his right. He's looking for the end zone. I think he caught that. Yes, he did. That's a nice grab far side of the field. And that'll bring up now first and goal. Another grab by Martinez. Timeout. So we'll see another timeout taken as we're down to 18 seconds remaining. It'll be first and goal coming up from the four yard line. So now they have a little bit more uh, time to work with, but you are much closer now to Pater. Yeah, great, great throw and catch there. It was a tight window, just that same flag route they've been running. It just, it was good coverage, but a better throw and a better catch. You know, got them down to their, they're, they're at the three it looks like with 18. So they got to throw it into the end zone here. With, doesn't seem to be a problem for Hopewell. Just great clock management. I just love the way they're calling this game. I love the way they're controlling it with their timeouts. So, I mean, that should be their last one, I believe. Um, my memory I mean, serves me correctly. They've called at least two. Okay. 
I thought they. So at best, they have one more left. Okay, so they got one more left, then anything's open. If they got to throw, they don't have a timeout, they'd have to throw it. But I, I'd expect them to throw the ball here anyway. Um, when you've got a quarterback like Crease, and you, know, you trust him, you know he's going to make a good decision. So um, I would look for a pass here. This really is going to cripple Margareta here going into the halftime. If they can get a touchdown here. First and goal now for Hopewell Loudon. Ball will be at the four-yard line. Receivers left, tight end lineup right side. Martinez back there now to the right of Crease in the shotgun. He'll take it, he'll look to throw. He's looking for the near side. That'll be incomplete. He was, he was looking for Jack Calatruglia, but do you see a flag come in at the end of that play? Yeah, Gage I think, uh, think Bodie might have hit him a tad early. I said they tried a little quick slant to the, the far side, and it looks like they're, they're saying Gage Bodie got there quick. It looked like good defense to me from my vantage point, but. My vantage point doesn't matter. It only matters what the refs think, and it looks like they're calling pass interference. So that'll get him uh, a little bit closer. Half the distance to the goal, right? Now you're talking Martinez time to me. The way they've been controlling it up front, if they, if they get the look they like, I, I assume with the experience and the veteran quarterback here, they can maybe have two plays called. They can have a run play. They can check out to a pass play when you got an experienced quarterback like they got in there with Crease. Now it's first and goal from the one for Hopewell Loudon. 13 seconds remain in the half. So hand it off or walk it into the end zone. Braylon Martinez for the Hopewell Loudon touchdown with just nine seconds left to go in the first half. Yeah, that same counter, they just pull that tight end or the H back in there. And I mean, uh, mine just walks in. Great job up front by Hopewell line to open up that hole. Wonder how many two point conversion plays you gotta have if you never kick an extra point. Shoot, this is four here in this first half and uh, see if they can get, get this one connected. We'll see Hope allowed and go for two once again. One receiver out each side, behind end lined up left side. They'll hand it off again to Martinez. And looks like he's going to be stopped short, and yes, he will. So score will remain 26 to nothing. Hopewell Allen with the lead over Margareta. Just nine seconds remain in the first half. Looks like they tried to call the same play. Sometimes as a coach, you like that so much. You just, heck, we'll call the same play, but Margareta all over that and just they needed that last down, but um, nonetheless, they got to stop there. Um, but we're almost on the verge of a running clock here, Lance. Um, the way this half is unwinding, um, really taking all the wind out of the Margarita sails. They're, they have really not much going for them right now. But it's all the credit's going to Hopewell here. They're, they're playing a phenomenal half, really pretty flawless outside that first, was that first possession, but they didn't get any points after that. They've just been doing whatever they want, run, pass, and, and great job defensively as well, so. It must just be something about the first drives for Hopewell. I say that with the, this being the second time I've seen them this year. First uh, first game of the year I had them against Carey. They actually threw an interception on the first drive of the game, but then after that, touchdown after touchdown seemingly. You know, that is surprising when you have such a well-coached team and a veteran quarterback that's so versatile. Usually you come out, you script those plays, and you find the weaknesses coming into the week. But, you know, sometimes you press a little bit, you outsmart yourself a little bit, and then you settle in and do what you normally do. So, like I said, they're just, they're so well coached. they got so many good athletes out here. It really is surprising they're not come out. But um, just those two games you've seen, maybe it's been different the other games. This little squib kick, and we'll see Margareta just fall on top of it as we now have just eight seconds remaining here in this first half. See if Margareta tries to do anything or just, uh, just takes a knee to go into the half. Now this one I can give a, a Neil. Let's uh, 
It's getting to half by already here. Probably you, you were you were telling them they need to draw something up, and they did, and they threw an interception. So, hey, I'm sure Martinez will be ready to, to haul in another interception. They want to try to push it down the field, or maybe even Crease back there. Is that he's got the other one right? He does. And we got Barrier back there. That seems to be a ball hawk. So he's. I, I wouldn't anticipate them getting anything going. We will see Margareta. We'll run a play as they hand it to Smetzer on the left side, but that will in fact do it for the first half of action. 26 to nothing will be the score and hopefully allowing the lead over Margareta at the half. Yeah, dominant performance by Hopewell Loudon. Um, really impressive to come out here and take care of business. You know, um, all the credit goes to them. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll have our Owen in halftime report, and then shortly after that, back to start the second half of action here between Hopewell Loudon and Margaret. Again, Hopewell Loudon, the 26 nothing lead over Margaret at the half. You're listening to High School Football on Classic 96.7 WBBI. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are ironworker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Ironworkers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to 1831 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Corn Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in High School Football is presented by Bex Hybrids. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. And hi again everyone, welcome to Tonight in High School Football's Halftime Report. This evening we'll talk a little officiating with Bo Rugg, who heads that up for the OHSAA. We'll chat with Bo next on the Ohio News Network. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Becks, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. Take five. Who listens to radio? That go where you go, medium, cause radio. 
that's with you every night through the long commuter fight and in the morning with your toast and mama lady oh who listens to radio no matter if it's summer winter spring or fall who listens to radio only To learn how radio can reach your target market, call 419-435-1430. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the OHSAA, are the 339,000 high school sports students in Ohio. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. Are you looking for a fun part-time job? Well, then come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. You can be a part of our local sports coverage. We cover high school football and volleyball in the fall, boys and girls basketball in the winter, along with multiple college and professional sports teams all year long. To apply, send your resume to Lance at WFOB.com. That's L-A-N-C-E at WFOB.com. Come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. This is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Beck's Hybrids. At Beck's, they are and will remain farmers at heart. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game. We're joined for a few minutes this evening by Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sports Management with the OHSAA. And, Bo, we know there's been a concerted effort the last couple of years for outreach to recruit new officials. Have those efforts been effective? And I guess in what areas have you had the most success? Well, they have been effective. We've had the most success, really, on getting people interested uh you know since we went online training we've got oh gosh uh last year we had over 4000 apps out there and and as far as uh, new officials probably about 700 across all sports um i think what our issue is now that our challenge and we're working through it is to get more clinic type based things to get them some experience before they actually go out on the field court um, that's that's what we're working on, and, and uh, so far so good. We've had an uptick this year, and we're looking to uh, continue that trend. Bo, I know many times football officials are former players who want to stay involved with the sport. Do you encourage this? I guess even planting a seed while they're still in school. Absolutely, yeah. we got about 50-some schools that are um, teaching some um, officiating uh, classes uh, as part of curricula, and that really helps us. Uh, we like to plant the seed, you know, um, 96 point something of our athletes aren't going to play at the next level. And then 
you go to the next level and that it's another 98% of those aren't going to play at the following level. So uh, we'd like to keep them involved in the game and then and, and serving others by being an official. You know, Bo, we've asked you about this in the past, but we get the question all the time. In football, are there typically crews or do you assign individuals from game to game? Well, regular season is almost all crews. Um, 99% is crews. Uh, what we do in playoffs, uh, weeks 11 and 12, we do crews. From around the state and then uh, um, I make up 56 crews for the following weeks uh, obviously we have 56 games on week 13 28 on week 14 uh, 14 on 15 and 7 in the finals and those crews are made up and so those people working finals uh, that are made up from different uh, individual people will have worked um, four games together and that's a good thing one of the things we try to do, especially when we're making up those crews, is even though we're, we're making up from individuals, we're going to have some people that are on the same crew together, and they're at the same level, so we'll keep them together. So I've probably got, I don't know, 60% of those crews that I make up have at least one other or two other people that work together all the time. So uh, we'll try to group people together if we can, uh, and we definitely keep them um, for the most part, uh, from the same uh, area of the state. You know, Bo, last thing, if people are interested in becoming an official, there are details on the OHSAA webpage, but I guess how long of a process is it to go through the class and the certification process, and are there different levels, I guess, of certification to become a referee versus, say, a line judge, back judge, et cetera? That's a great question. No, there aren't. Um, you just become an official in football and then you you end up when you work lower level games you probably work in a lot of different positions and uh through a season and that's where you really learn and and kind of get what you want the process takes you know it's it's individual since you're taking it online um you can do it in a you know two-day period or you can take a month um you're just going to watch the modules and go through it and 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 then get through that and what happens a lot of times is people just get really interested and do it faster because they just you know it's like uh like eating candy you know you just keep eating <laughs> well it is halftime i guess you just made everybody hungry bo rugg director of officiating and sports management with the ohio high school athletic association bo we always appreciate your time thank you anytime skip take care <laughs> all right and we'll be back to wrap up this week's ohio education association tonight in high school football a halftime report presented by bex hybrids next on the ohio news network Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Kobe Four from Paulding High School for his commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. I just like how it takes a whole group to do it. You can't just do it on your own. And when you do it and you build tight bonds with everyone on that field. Kobe loves football and his teammates, but he's also involved in Habitat for Humanity and crushing cans for cancer. But one of his favorite activities is doing service projects for FFA. We had to go around the uh, town square and take down different posts and stuff like that. And they just need touched up a little bit to make them easier to change all the different banners and everything we hang on them. And through it all, he's developed a passion for farming. It means basically everything. If you think about it, everywhere you look, agriculture somehow has their part in things. The farming, the livestock, soils. At Bex, we are in will remain farmers at heart. 
Saturday morning, the doorbell rings, and like many Americans, I answer it. I open the door, and there's this guy dressed in a banana suit holding a flute. Why me? I say to myself, why do these people always pick me? Then the guy hands me his card, A1 Banana Control. He says, you've got a banana problem, and I'm the answer. And I'm thinking, hey, pal, I'm the answer. You're the problem when a real live banana drops out of the light fixture and lands on its feet. Four little feet and hightails it right out the door. They sense my presence, this guy says to me. Then he goes piping around the living room, scaring bananas literally out of every corner, opens up the piano, tra-la-la's it right up the stairs. The next thing I know, the banana man is being escorted down the stairs on the backs of hundreds of bananas. As they stampede by, he flips me the bill and yells back, remember, A1, we are bananas. Imagine that. You just did. You saw it on the radio. If you're an advertiser, this station and the Radio Advertising Bureau have news for you. Just call the station and say, I saw it on the radio. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Ohio needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, did you know that 90% of new car buyers want a tried and true AM FM radio option? That's because your local radio stations are reliable, trustworthy, and bring you a local connection that can't be replicated. Not to mention we are free, no subscription or cellular data required. More than 80 million Americans each month depend on AM for their news, weather, and entertainment. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. O-N-N. Our thanks once again to Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sports Management with the Ohio High School Athletic Association for joining us this evening. If you have any questions and want more information about becoming an Ohio High School official, simply visit their website at ohsaa.org. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids. A reminder, you can listen to many of our affiliate broadcasts from across the state at onnradio.com. From the Ohio News Network. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy, so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at interscholastic athletic events in Ohio. This message presented by the OHSAA and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. It was the worst airplane trip I'd ever been on in my life. I looked at my boarding pass, they had me in row 187K. 187K, I didn't even realize they made airplanes that big. I mean, economy ended in row 90, so you can imagine the section I was sitting in. 
Well, I finally got to my seat. What a nightmare. On one side of me, a screaming baby. No adult, just a screaming baby. On the other side, a fish. A fish, yeah, a real fish. I mean, usually I like to talk to the guy sitting next to me, but this character had no personality at all. Although he did kind of chuckle when the stewardess mentioned that the seat could be used as a flotation device. Anyway, just to show you how rude this guy was, he starts smoking a pipe and fills the whole cabin up with smoke. <laughs> but I got the last laugh when the stewardess came around. He ordered red wine. <laughs> Fish with red wine. Imagine that. You just did. You saw it on the radio. If you're an advertiser, this station and the Radio Advertising Bureau have news for you. Just call the station and say, I saw it on the radio. Are you looking for a fun part-time job? Well, then come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. You can be a part of our local sports coverage. We cover high school football and volleyball in the fall, boys and girls basketball in the winter, along with multiple college and professional sports teams all year long. To apply, send your resume to Lance at WFOB.com. That's L-A-N-C-E at WFOB.com. Come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, did you know that 90% of new car buyers want a tried and true AM FM radio option? That's because your local radio stations are reliable, trustworthy, and bring you a local connection that can't be replicated. Not to mention we are free, no subscription or cellular data required. More than 80 million Americans each month depend on AM for their news, weather, and entertainment. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District now has two watersheds in Fostoria to get pure water at a low price. Watersheds are located off of Plaza Drive on the north end of town, and our newest location near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Just bring your own containers and fill up for a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For all locations, go to nwwsd.org. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. 
At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Saying goodbye to summer is less sad when you realize your favorite fall flavors are here at Bigby Coffee. Celebrate the return of our sweet foam pumpkin cold brew, pumpkin spice latte, and our caramel apple cider. Pair these delicious fall sips with our maple waffle sandwich or pumpkin muffin. Available for a limited time at one of the two Bigby Coffee locations in Findlay, one on Trenton Avenue and one on Tiffin Avenue. Summer sale down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172 point inspection and seven year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. My mom always said, if there's dust, then make the most of it. Learn the alphabet. Hi, this is Dawn from the Classic Hits Morning Show. Don't mind the dust at Morgan Advanced Materials because they're making some pretty cool stuff for some really cool markets. Morgan Advanced Materials makes products that go into space, into the semiconductor industry, and in wind turbines. Now that's pretty cool. Join their team. Apply at MorganAdvancedMaterials.com, where they're making this world a pretty cool place. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go. NWO. 
Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Back we are to start the second half of play between Hopewell Loudon and Margareta. And your score through one half of football is Hopewell Loudon 26, Margareta nothing. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon here with you on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Online through WBBI.com. Margareta will get the ball first to start the second half, see if they are able to get a little more out of their offense than they were in the first half as they were limited to just a handful of first downs. It will be Returnable for the Polar Bears back at about the 10-yard line as they'll bring it out. So it looks like they'll get stopped at about the 29-yard line. So that's where we'll see the Margarita offense come back on the field to get things started here for the second half. I mean, Jimmy, we saw Jake Bowie in there at quarterback. We saw Luzader start the game at quarterback. We saw Keller out there, I think, just for that one play for the little, uh, little jet sweep they did. But it'll be interesting to see if they are able to get anything going on offense. Yeah, to me personally, I thought Luzader was the best quarterback they had. Maybe they'll go back to him and see if they can get something going. But you know, I mean, this last week Gibsonburg fell out of it at times, and they 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 kept that game competitive. Let's just see if Margaret can do the same. So they will pitch it out near side to Gage Bodie. Bodie does get a little bit of room to work with. As looks like he'll gain about six or so yards on that first down pitch and catch. Yeah, nice pitch and catch. Like just easy, easy, easy plays they can get. Get some positive yards, get something going. Like I said, they can just get something going. Get a touchdown, get a stop, try to get another one. I mean, you never know in high school football. You know, momentum's a funny thing. Especially because the next time, if uh, Margareta is unable to produce points, Hopewell out and goes down the field, then we're in a running clock situation. Second down and about point. five now coming up for Margareta. Two receivers right, one to the left. They hand it off and immediately he's going to be hit, but Smetzer is able to get away from the initial contact and cut it all the way back upfield as he's finally shoved out of bounds. He actually wasn't ever brought down despite being hit initially in the backfield for what would have been a loss of about three or four. Ends up being a gain of a few. Brings up a third and, uh, third and about four. 
Yeah, heck of a run. For There's a lot of running for yards. just one or two yards. Yeah, he probably ran about 40 yards, but he got two. <laughs> but it'd be a great job of keeping his, his wheels turning and, you know, making something out of nothing there. Be third down and four for Margareta in the shotgun. Jake Bowie will go back. He'll look to throw. He'll find his man near side. Gage Bodie will bring it in as he'll be stopped and gets out to about the 45-yard line. That'll be enough for Margareta first down. Yeah, Bodie looks like a, a real weapon for Margaret. They got to keep continuing getting him the ball. When he gets it, it seems like he's he's running north and south, really looking for contact and a nice runner with the football when he gets it. So look for him to be a key key offensive weapon here for Margaret in the second half. Will be first and ten for Margaret as they near midfield at the 45-yard line. 10:40 left to go here, third quarter. Hope will allow me 26-0 advantage. Two receivers right, one to the left. Bowie looking to throw. He's looking on the far side for Bodie. Bodie will again bring it in. So that's a nice gain of about eight or nine on that first down catch. Yeah, you really got to take it underneath here for Margareta because Hopewell's got two deep safeties because their front four is, is so dominant up front. They can afford to have two guys back deep to, to keep everything in front of them. So they're making Margareta use, use the, go the full distance, limiting the big plays. So, I mean, credit to the front four or five for Hopewell Loudon and they got two deep safeties. They're like keeping everything in front of them. So good defensive game plan so far. The second down and two now for Margaret as they get into Hopewell territory as they'll hand it off. A little counter play this time for Smetzer. Looks like he gets about three or so yards. It'll be enough for a first down. Yeah, we've seen this before from Margaret. They get a couple good things. They get a first down, a couple first downs, and they die out. They really got to continue this, keep turning. It seems like Hopewell kind of bend but don't break defense and and this is where they've gotten the stop in the first half right here on this possession. I mean, Margareta's really got to keep it going. Well, and this is this is a Hopewell-Loudon team that hasn't allowed a whole lot of points so far this year. Mostly allowed was actually, I think, back in week one against Carey when they allowed, I believe, 16. So it'll be first and 10 now for Margareta. They'll look to throw as Bodie will look to throw a little Philly special-type play. And don't think he's going to bring it in. We are going to see flags come in near the end of that throw. Yeah, they did a little jet streak to to Bodie, he stepped back and threw it deep down the field. I assume that's to Washington. He goes up to get it, but pass interference on Hopewell Loudon. Flags everywhere, so that's going to be an automatic first down for them. Give them great field position as well. So they will march that off as they just now officially make the call against Hopewell Loudon. I mean, that's what you got to do. When you're out, man, you got to do some razzle-dazzle. You got to make some trick plays. You got to... You got to out scheme them. You got to do something like, like things like that, and that's that's what Margaret is trying to do here in the second half, trying to make something happen. I, I really think that's a great idea for them. I mean, what do they got to lose down twenty-six to nothing? First and ten for Margareta following the pass interference penalty. They have the ball now on the Hopewell Loudon thirty-yard line. So they'll look to throw. They'll look near side for Bodie, but pass to be a little too far in front of him, falling complete. Interesting play there. I mean, they're. They had like one receiver that went like three yards and then they had Bodie on the flats. They really didn't have anyone out on the route for a rollout to the left. Interesting play call. I, did. I don't know if someone was supposed to go down the field there, but quarterback had nowhere to go with it. Brings up a second and 10 for Margareta down to 9.17 left to go, third quarter. Allowing the 26-0 advantage over Margareta, but Margareta starting to get something going here with their first position of the second half. Two receivers left, one to the right. They'll throw near side for Bodie yet again. So still be up and moving. Finally shoved out of bounds about the 25-yard line for a gain of four. Yeah, I really like what Margaret is doing, getting the ball to Bodie, the playmaker. He didn't seem to touch it this much in the first half, but I really like what he's doing. 
but it seems like they're they're trying to pull the Hopewell Loudon defenders up. They're they're throwing it underneath. They're throwing those little quick passes up there, maybe to pull them out, maybe a pump and go, something of, of that manner to try to try to bring those DBs from Hopewell up because they're they're ten yards deep. Those safeties and they're because they don't have they don't have to be close when their front four of Hopewell is doing what they're doing. So now it'll be third down. Looks like about five now for Mark Loretta. Two receivers right, one to the left. Bowie hands it to Smetzer, right side dive play. He's able to get some positive yards, but I don't know for a first down. Looks like he gained about two, but that'll bring up a fourth down. Yes, Smetzer, he runs the ball hard, but there was two Hopewell Loudon guys there ready to drive him back. And now it's a fourth and it's a fourth and short, so it's manageable. I don't, don't think three points is gonna do him any good here. They gotta go for it here you know, on the 21. So, I mean, see what they can draw up here. I mean, but if you're if you're Margareta, it's been mostly the passing game that's been working, but, I mean, you have had some success with the runs at times, but, I mean, you're, you're at a fourth at about two. I mean, can I, I, I would assume you want to get the ball in the hands of Gage Bodie. Smetzer's been running it well, too, if they can do a jet sweep or something along those lines. they got to move the chains here. Bowie going to roll. He's going to look to throw. He gets away from the first line of defense, throws it down, and will be incomplete. Do see some flags. Looks like around the secondary, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably going to be a defensive holding. A little, little, little fake the slant came for the out, a little zip route, but I think it was holding. But they got a two-man route. I mean, I guess I understand from Margareta's standpoint, they can't block him up front, so they're, they're sending extra guys to block. But they're trying to pass the ball with these one- or two-man routes, and then Hopewell Loudon's got four defenders out there really covering them well, but. So we will see another penalty against Hopewell Loudon. That'll give Margareta another first down as that'll get them into the red zone for the first time. Yeah, it was holding or pass interference or something, but either way, they're moving the chains. Brings up first and 10 for Margareta from about the Hopewell 11 yard line. They'll hand it to Smetzer right side. He's going to get hit fairly quickly after gaining about two. Yeah, tried the jet sweep. I mean, the good news for Margareta is they can get a first down down to the one-yard line, but they really need six points regardless here. Um, see this Hopewell defense can stiffen up and you know, not, not give away any of the momentum that they've had this entire game. Under eight minutes now left to go here. Third quarter, 26-0 lead for Hopewell Loudon over Margareta. Lance Morris, Jamie Nixon with you on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI. Online through WBVI.com. to be second down and eight for Margareta. Two receivers left. One out to the right, split gun look. So they'll actually flip the running backs this time with Bowie in the shotgun. He'll take it, he'll look to throw, looking across the middle, throws it, that's going to be caught. See exactly where they mark him down. Looks like he's down to about the three. Yeah, they, they, they faked that play action. They had Washington drag all the way across the field, caught it, got it, got hit high and low. Great job of hanging on to that ball for a good game. For Margareta down to the, about the three yard line, it looks like. So they could still get a first. Like I said, they only need a yard to get a first, you know, two or three to get a touchdown. Third down and one coming up for Margareta. A little bit of room to work with. It's around the four yard line. So we'll see them spread things out once again. One receiver out each side. Smetzer to the left of Bowie. We're going to hand it off to Smetzer. Right side dive play. It's going to be brought down. See where the forward progress is. Looks like it's going to be limited to about no game. Bring up a fourth and one. Yeah, I mean, things get tight down here, Lance. I mean, the DBs come up. You can get an extra defensive lineman in there. Everyone's moving forward. 
Um, now Margarita's in a tough situation here with a fourth and one when it looks so promising here. See if the Hopewell Loudon defense can get a stand here. This would be backbreaking for Margarita if they can't get this first down. This would be this could be game ending almost. So especially really after working down all the way down the field and taking about half of the time off the clock here in the quarter. This is where I'd like to see him go under center and goose it, but that's not going to happen in this day and age. Fourth down and one. They send Bodie in motion to the right side. Bowie going to fake the handoff, roll to his right, come back across the middle, and it's in the end zone for the touchdown as Bodie brings that one in to get Margaret on the board. Yeah, great throw by Bowie right there to Washington. Just a little diving over the middle, diving catch. I wasn't sure if he had it, but the referee was right on it. Single touchdown right away. Big play for Margareta. Are we going to see an extra point here, Lance? That's the question. Are we going to see one tonight? Looks like we will. This actually looks like uh, Bodie's their kicker. Looks like he's uh, putting on a different uh, cleats to kick this one off. See, what I tell you, old school. I like the old square toe. You just go toe bash that baby in there. And we used to have one of those when I was in high school as well. Steve Will would run the touchdown in and then run over and get that shoe on. You know, that's old school, Lance. Bowie I like that. Put that one up and through for the PAT. Makes it 26 to 7 with 557 left to go here in this for in this third quarter of action. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout as you're listening to high school football on Kalaska 96.7 WBBI. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto Owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if Auto Owners makes sense for you. Heck, we are here from Hopewell Lounge in your site for tonight's action of high school football as that Harold Fourier funeral kick will go out of bounds from Margareta, so we'll see. Hopewell will start with some Good field position, 5.57 left to go here, third quarter. Margareta able to get their first points on the board. They now trail 26-7. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon with you. Classic hits 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And I mean, yes, it's good. Margareta got points on the board, but you took off about half of your time doing so in that quarter. And I mean, depending on what we see from Hopewell, I mean, We've seen them go down the field and score very quickly. We've also seen more methodical drives as well. Yeah, that's the thing. It could be a two-possession quarter if Hopewell continues to do what they've, they've done. But, I mean, the score doesn't seem so bad now. Margaret come up with a touchdown. Get, I mean, come up with a turnover or make it some kind of play here defensively. You know, then you get another score, and you're looking at a, a, a lot tighter game than what, what it felt in that first half. And Hopewell Allen will come out, run the ball first and 10 with Braylon Martinez. He'll gain just a cool 15 yards, get them right to a, just shy of midfield for a Hopewell Allen first down. Yeah, well, this Hopewell Allen offense, I mean, they're really going to have to do something to stub their toe because they're they're just dominant in all facets of the game right now. Margaret has no answer for them offensively. So first and 10 for Hopewell Allen, just barely on their side of midfield at the 49. 
See one receiver out to each side. Evan Kreese in the gun. Dylan Martinez now will step over to his left side. Kreese will take this one. He'll hand it right up the middle again for Martinez. Another big carry. This will bring it back towards the right side. He'll get to the edge and tries to stiff arm a defender. Finally going to be brought down as we see a flag come in at the end of the run as he's stopped at about the 28-yard line. Honestly, could be a face mask on Braylon Martinez, depending on where he was trying to go with that stiff arm. Yeah, no, I don't think it was on Martinez. I think it was on Margaret because it looked like the way he got pulled down, it sure looked like it was a face mask somewhere, and that was the call. Like I said, here's what Margaret is doing. They're putting five, six guys up on the line of scrimmage. The problem with that, when Martinez gets through there, you got one linebacker to, to get you. So then you're looking at a way back safety. So, I mean, it's hard, you know, when Margaret, they can't they can't get anything, any pressure, so they're trying to put more people up. But really, just Martinez is too good when he gets to that second level to in the open field. I just, I don't know if that's going to be the solution to their problems, but I, I, I admire them trying. It's going to be first and 10 for Hopewell Loudon. After all of that, they'll have the ball. Looks like about the 23-yard line. Two receivers left. We see Martinez to the left of Crease in the gun. Is, they'll hand it off once again, but immediately going to be brought down. Do you see flags coming right as the play started? So probably either illegal formation or maybe offsides. Yeah, I'm waiting to see. I mean, it could have been a legal block. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. The way he threw it, if, someone, if someone's blocking you, you can't block the same guy down low at the legs. I think that's what the call was. If you're blocking someone, they're trying to avoid, save the knees up for the kids. You can't dive with their legs. You can block them low one-on-one. -on -one. You can't block them low two-on-one. -on -one. And that's what the call was there. Um, that's, that's a big penalty, too. That's 15 yards, it looks like. You don't see that call very often, but... Yes, uh, yeah, I think that's the first time I've seen that call this yeah. year. Yeah. You don't see... I saw that ref throw it right there. Right, It was a weird place to throw it, and that was the call. But I... Hey... What, maybe Hopewell's just trying to challenge himself when first and 25. You know, it's too easy to get 10 yards, Lance. They want to try to get 25 yards, okay? We get under four and a half minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Hopewell down the 26-7 to advantage over Margareta as they'll have first now and 25 as Priest will rear back, look to throw. That's going to be hauled in on the near side. Wait for the receiver to hop up to see who it was, and that again looks to be Wyatt Crow, I believe. No, it was Kyle Truglio that time on the grab as they get a chunk of those penalty yards back as it'll bring up about second and 15. Yeah, that same that same hitch to the short side for seven, eight yards. Good first down pickup normally, but now when they're so far behind the sticks here, they're, they're kind of forced into a passing situation here. The second down at about 15, four. Hope ball out in, three receivers right, one to the left. See Crease draw back, look to throw. He'll dump it off on the near side as that's going to be hauled in by Kellen Frankert, it appears. is going to be his first time on the field, at least on the offensive side. He'll get another little chunk of yards. going to bring up a third and long still, bring up third and eight. Yeah, freshman there jumping in there um, for them. He looked big kid, 180 pounds. Nice catch. Looked like he knew what to do with it. They're trying to get – they do let Martinez take a break. I, I didn't know they would, but they did. They gave him one playoff. We second down in about eight – or third down in about eight, rather, for Hopewell Loudon. We'll see three receivers right, one, two, the right – two, two, three to the left, one to the right. Grease will drop back, look to throw, has to avoid some pressure, and he's going to be unable to do so as he's going to be stopped as he was able to escape briefly in the pocket, only gained a yard or two, going to bring a fourth and long. Yeah, good pressure on Margarita there. Kellen Moore with the, with the quarterback sack, I guess. I don't know, he got a couple yards, but still great pressure by him. 
regardless in the open field tackle, you know, against elusive um, crease. He, he really just seems to sidestep people, always looking down the field. Just a nice quarterback. So to bring him down in the open field is impressive. Three minutes remaining here at third quarter. 26-7 is your score. Hopeful and Loudon, the lead over Margareta. Offense will stay on the field. Second time they're going for a fourth down tonight. First time in the second half. See three receivers left, one to the right. So we see running back in Reinhardt now. There is Grease will drop back. He'll look to throw. He'll dump it off on the far side of the field and going to be stopped after a little bit of yardage gain. So that'll be another turnover on downs as Margareta will take over fairly deep in their own territory at about the 18-yard line. Yeah, Hopewell had to go for that on the 21-yard line, and they can't kick a field goal. It doesn't appear, and they just got the quarterback dragging across there, but it was a great open field tackle by Bodie from Margareta. Just whirled him down one-on-one -on -one there. If he breaks that tackle, he's got a chance to get the first down, but Margareta takes over. Like I said, they go down and score here. You're looking at a 26-14 you know, to 14 game. we got a real, real football game here, Lance. 2.40 left to go here, third quarter is 26 to 7 now as Margareta takes over after the turnover on downs. Bowie will look to throw. He's looking for it all as that's going to be hauled in by Julian Washington across the middle of the field as he's able to get into Hopewell Loudon territory on that about 30 yard grab. Yeah, there's Washington. And like I said, he's a 6'4 wide receiver just going to really settling in it really what's been impressive is Bowie he's really settled in at the quarterback spot like I said sometimes it takes a, a, a half a quarter a game or two for a backup quarterback to get comfortable a little roll out to the left get his hips turned around throw it back to the right to the middle of the field you know great play call great great throw great catch first and send now for Margareta they'll have two receivers out to the right side as they're in the gun we're going to roll to his right once again. He's going to look to throw his gauge. Bodie will bring that one in as he's going to be stopped after a first down grab as he's able to get out to, it looks like, about the 35 for another Margareta first down. Yeah, another another good throw by the quarterback, Bowie. Just a little sprint to the right, a little five and out, but he gets up and down. Um, Bodie is a nice player for Margareta. It's really, he's really shining here in the second half. First and 10 now for Margareta getting... Deeper into Hopewell out in territory as they have the ball now on the 34-yard line. Down to 138 remaining in this third quarter. 26-7 is the score. Hopewell out in the lead, but Margareta again driving down the field. Bowie going to drop back, look to throw, has to escape some pressure in the pocket as he rolls to his right. He'll throw it down the field as that looks like it will be caught. Gain of about five or six on that grab that time. Yeah, it looked like he missed Kelly over the middle of the field, the tight end, but then scrambled outside the pocket. The pressure doesn't seem to be there as much as it's been most of the game, Lance, for Hopewell. I don't know if those D linemen are getting a little tired. They're just not getting the pressure they were earlier, and he's got time back there, and, and he's finding people open. Brings up second and five now for Margareta. Ball on the 29-yard line of Hopewell Loudon. Receivers left, one to the right. Bowie in the gun. He'll hand it off this time. Left side dive for Smetzer. Smets are going to be hit pretty quickly, only gaining about two. Yeah, good hard run by Smetzer. I really like the way he runs. He puts his shoulders down, doesn't give you a clean place to hit him. Just gets what he can get there. He got three or four yards there to put him in a third and one. So, like I said, I mean, the, wor the worst enemy for Margareta is the clock at this point in time. That they're, they're putting together a nice drive here again in the second half if they can get some points out of it. As we get under 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter, third and one coming up for Margareta. See two receivers to the right, one to the left. Split gun looking again for gun for Jake Bowie. So he'll hand it off Smetzer once again. Dive play. He'll 
gain about four yards, pick up the first down from Margaretta on what will possibly be the final play of the half, see how quickly they get up to the line once the chain gain moves. Yeah, with the clock stopping there for a second, but they barely stop it anymore, it feels like, in high school. I just always remember watching those college games as a kid. They, they w stopped it. They'd hold away for the chain game. Felt like he got an extra 15 seconds, but not anymore. Once they get the set down down marker, they run that clock. And no more time for Margaretta at the end of that third quarter. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. Get your fours up. We'll come back for the start of the fourth quarter. 26-7 is your score. Hope we'll allow the lead, but Margaretta again. Driving down the field, you're listening to High School Football and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI. Great news, Fostoria. The new watershed near the corner of 4th and Finley Streets is now open. This watershed offers another convenient location in the southwest corner of town to purchase pure water. You can also use the watershed off of Plaza Drive. Both watersheds are open 24-7 every day of the year. So grab your quarters and your containers and head to the closest watershed near you. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Like we are to start the fourth quarter of action between Hopewell Loudon and Margareta. 26-7, your score, Hopewell Loudon, the lead over Margareta. But Margareta driving down the field once again as we start the fourth quarter. Be first and 10 for Margareta deep in Hopewell territory. They'll hand it to their running back, Kane Smetzer. So go for, looks like he'll get about three or four. That's on Lance Moore's Jimmy Nixon with you. Last kids 96-7, WBVI online, WBVI.com. And, I mean, it maybe a little too little too late if you're margaretta but they're certainly getting some offensive uh, philosophy going second time they've had the ball but again they're marching down the field looking for their second uh, score of the game yeah, that's what i was saying credit to gary quizzo and, and his, his staff and his players they didn't give up they didn't go in the, the halftime and pout they they put together a, another game plan and came out here and they're fighting so look to throw on the far side that's going to be hauled in that's going to be caught by julian washington on the far side of the field gonna Bring up a third down at about medium, though, this time for Margareta. Yeah, Bowie's been impressive here this second half. Um, he didn't start the game at quarterback, but he's really he's really thrown it well. He's controlled the offense here. Like I said, I, I think Mar Margareta just, they can't. They're taking what they what Hope allowed to give them. I know they're turning the clock a little bit, but, I mean, they got to get points is more important than trying to push the ball down the field at this point in time regardless. They bring up a third, about five now for Margareta. Fairly deep in Hopewell territory at about the 15-yard line. So they'll send Bodie in motion to the left. They'll give it to him on the, actually, they're going to fake the jet sweep. They ran it up the middle that time. Because they're not going to get too many yards out of that one as it'll be bringing up now a fourth and about four coming up. I assume that was Smetcher. I was going to say, they fooled me and you, Lancer. I thought they gave it to the jet sweep to the near side, too, to the far side of us, but the, the short side for them. But running up, up the middle, they made it a fourth and manageable. I mean, you're going to go for it fourth down anyway, so put it to a fourth and four, I guess, is maybe what they were thinking of that make it pop it up the middle. But huge play here for Margareta. They need to get this first down. Be 
fourth down and about four for Margareta. So we'll see Jake Bodie in the gun once again. He'll fake the give, he'll look to throw. He rolls to his right as that's going to be hauled in by Bodie as he bobbled that one once and twice before finally bringing that one in. As that's going to be a big first down for Margareta as that'll bring up first and goal. Yeah, the threat of Washington out here at receiver. Hope Loudon had a guy on him and a guy over top of him at 6'4". They're trying to make sure they don't throw over top, but did a good job. Great play design brought, brought Bodie all the way across the uh, field on a, on a drag route and a great throw that time by Bowie. There's a first and goal for Margareta from about the Hopewell 8. We're going to end up handing this one to Smetzer, left side, little counter action. He's able to gain some yards as he'll... You know, it looks like about the five or so. Yeah, Margarita's got some things going here. I mean, if they could have got one of those possessions going in the first half, you know, that this could be a whole different ball game, but they're still fighting. Like I said, if they could get six here, you never know in these games. Special teams could play a role, too, if they could get six here. We haven't seen much from the special teams, unlike the games we've been calling this year. Not much has happened on those kickoffs. They've been pretty boring, Lance. You know we like interesting kickoffs. I'm so sorry that some of these kickoffs have been too boring for you. We had one exciting punt. I know you love the punts, but we haven't seen much on the kickoff. So we're down to 8.40 left in this one as it'll be second and goal now for Margareta. We're going to roll to his right. He's looking to throw. Rolling back to his left side. Washington trying to get himself open. I think he did. Yes, he did as he brings that one in for a touchdown on the far side of the field. Yeah, it was a full right play. He runs out to the right looking for Washington. Washington is just a straight scramble drill. Nobody coming to the left. I thought he, Bowie was going to run it. But no, Washington makes his way all the way back to the left side. That's where I would throw it if I was the quarterback trying to throw it to Washington. Right up in the <laughs> up the high so he'd go up and get it in the 6-4 frame. Great, great throw, great catch. Six points for Margareta. So we'll see Bodie go back for the PAT try now. Snap is there, kick is up, and it is good. So that'll make it now 26 to 14 with 8.26 left to go. And don't look now, but Margareta has outscored Hopewell 14-0 in this half. How dare you mention a running clock, Lance? That's two weeks in a row you've talked about it, and the other teams come fighting right back, Lance. Come on, shame on you. You running clock. Okay, okay, first off, first off. You can't say shame on me when a team's up 26 nothing in half. You just can't. You can't shame me for having that thought that it could happen. You knew those polar bears were going to keep fighting like they are tonight, so, yeah, I agree with you. I thought it might be running clock, too. But, hey. Credit to them, man. Margareta's really, you know, hey, I'm, I'm here to be entertained. I'm here to watch great high school football, and that's what we're getting tonight. So I, I'm happy about it. I, I want to see a good game. So Hopewell's really got to respond here and, and start taking it serious, start taking this second half serious and really get some points. Well, and not only that, again, I mean, we talk about the clock, and Margareta very well might run out of time, but they play Tiffin Calvert next week. They got to, if they can take what they did in the second half, use it against Calvert, that's going to make that a better ball game. Yeah, I mean, Bowie, Bowie stepped up as a sophomore, 5'9", 146 pounds. He's really settled in at quarterback. Like I said, it's a tough spot, you know. Maybe he was a JV quarterback coming in, you know, and then now it's, you know, everything's well, a little I mean, bit quicker. Everything's just, a little well, faster. Just the fact that they kind of went to lose Ader to start it, and then after a couple drives, it's when they made the distinction to go over to Bowie and, you know, shortly after that, really, this second half, offense has been firing seemingly on all cylinders. Let's see if we can get an onside kick here. Maybe they're not lined up in a traditional onside set, but 
I would expect him to try to get the ball back. So he gets that for the Harold Florian a funeral home kick as it's a shorter kick will be uh, taken down on a knee that time. Uh, Wyman was uh, the one that got under that one for Hopewell Loudon, so they'll have it at the 35-yard line as we have 8-26 remaining in this one. Your score is 26-14. Hopewell Loudon with the lead over Margareta, but they had 26 points at the half, and they had the ball just the one time. It ended up being a, a turnover on downs for Hopewell. They were able to work the ball down the field, but if anything, really penalties were the big killer of that drive with the couple they had. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That, that, that's the only thing that's really stopping Hopewell is penalties because Margareta hasn't been able to do it tonight. Except for that last possession, they did come up with a stop when they needed to, but... Give me first and 10 for Hopewell Loudon from their own 35. They saw handed off this time. Martinez with the give. He's going to get hit fairly quickly. Looks like he was able to get a forward progress of about three, though, initially. It's funny. Momentum's a funny thing. You know, Lance, it's like... The Margareta starts getting things going here. You know, all of a sudden the holes aren't as wide for Hopewell Loudon. They're hitting a little bit harder. They're fighting a little bit harder. And, you know, it's just like Hopewell almost feels like, you know, they got to do something with this possession, it feels like. I mean, if they got to get a couple first downs. They got to get that clock move. I know it's under eight minutes, but it'd be interesting to see if Margareta would get the ball two more times to, to have a chance. But be second down at about seven now for Hopewell Loudon. Two receivers right with Martinez near crease in the shotgun as we see another audible up front crease will take it, he'll hand it again Martinez, left side carry, he's able to briefly get away from a defender before he's brought down as he'll get, looks like out to about the 41 yeah they're just, they're pulling that backside guard there right into the hole Martinez is sticking his nose in there, got, got three or four yards, it's third and short well, we're kind of where Hopewell wants to be here on third and short it's also worth noting Judah Keller was in on that stop. So he is playing defense. So it must be something to that hand that is just making it to where he's unable to play quarterback. Yeah, he was on the kickoff too. So that's why I thought they were kicking on side. I thought they had the hands team in there. But Yeah, they had the hands team in with a guy that doesn't have <laughs> one of his hands working. Lance, I already strength. told you we saw a guy with just one arm play receiver. You only need one arm. We saw that against McComb earlier. That is that is very true. But it is going to be a first down grab for Hopewell Loudon as they go across the middle for Adam Kreese as he brings that one in for the Hopewell Loudon first down as we'll get out to near midfield with about the 45 yard lines. We're down to 6.45 left to go in this game. Good pitching, Kreese crease to crease. Been a, been a nice combo tonight and big big play for them. They really needed to get that first down. First and 10 for Hopewell Loudon nearing midfield at the 48. One receiver out each side, Kreese in the gun, handing it off again for Martinez. It's going to get hit fairly quickly. He looks like a only gain yard. Yeah, Margarita, Margarita's already stepping up up front. They're, they're really um, doing a nice job here, slowing down Martinez. Are you ready for a margarita? <laughs> Is that why you said that, Jimmy? I'm surprised that's only the first time. I mean, I don't drink margaritas, Lance. That's not really my cup of tea. But uh, yeah, I, I would, I would partake in one after this game, probably some if, if I was allowed to. It's gonna be late though. I'm probably saying you're bed. not allowed to. I'm not saying you're not allowed to. <laughs> Yeah, after the game, but you know, I'm more of a, you know, just domestic beer kind of guy. So we'll allow him, we'll hand it off on second <laughs> down and eight, and looks like it'll be another short game. Maybe got back to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to bring up a third and pretty long for Hopewell. Yeah, you can, you can tell Hopewell's trying to run this clock. They're trying to just get the clock moving. They're trying to get out of here. They don't care if they win by 12 or six or whatever they got to win by. They're just trying to get this W and get out of here. But 
like I said, with with the quarterback they have with Crease, I, I expect them to throw the ball down the field here on a third and long, and I won't be surprised if they, if they pick it up. This will be third and about eight now for Hopewell Loudon. Down to five, ten left to go here in this contest. Hopewell Loudon with the 26 to 14 lead. Crease going to roll to his right, look to throw. Going to end up tucking and running. He's going to end up being stopped shy of the first down as Hopewell Loudon players are calling for a possible late hit. Won't see a flag, though, as that'll bring up a fourth down in about two or three. Yeah, from a coach's standpoint, that's why you want to get out of here when you see hits like you see your quarterback take two hits like that. Smeltzer ran him down from the backside. He just creased and didn't feel him, got hit, then he got hit by the linebacker there when he was falling down or safety or corner. It did look like a tough hit, but fourth down, I wonder if Hopewell's going for this. Say it looks like they are doing just that. It's fourth down and two. Two receivers out to the left side. His crease is back there in the gun. He's got Braden Brickman to his right side. He might call a timeout. He's going to let that looks, clock run down. Looks like Coach Kyle Trigley was uh, looking to do just that on the sideline. Well, maybe he's going to let the delay a game just to give his punter some more room. And we'll see. Timeout be taken by Coach Kyle Truglio, 4 9 Left to go here in this one. And uh, Hobo Loud in the 26-14 advantage. And we'll take a look at some scores from around the area. I haven't looked at our scoreboard in a little while because we've had a pretty interesting game in our hands, especially in half number two. Arlington, they lead Arcadia 37-7 over in Arcadia. Liberty Benton leading Van Buren 42 to nothing. McComb leads Riverdale 49 to eight there in the third quarter. PG looking good so far. They lead Worthington Christian 34-14. We of course saw Worthington Christian play Arlington a week ago. Fostoria trailing Oak Harbor. They're now down 42 to nothing there in a running clock in the fourth quarter. Mohawk the lead over Upper Sandusky 14 to 12 at the half. Carey leads Colonel Crawford 13 to seven there in the third quarter. And Columbian and Sandusky are tied 28 all as they are in the fourth quarter. And again, the Calvert game, the uh, game got canceled uh, due to illness on the Fremont St. Joe side, so they will not play again until they face this Margareta team that Wallon's currently playing. It's fourth and two offense, stays on the field as they will look to throw as that's going to be caught on the near side of the field. Jack Collatruglio brings that one in for Hopewell. Yeah, great throw and catch. Just hit him on, hit him on a little slant. It was good coverage, just better throw, better catch. Washington had tight coverage out there, but didn't matter if you got a nice throw on a, on a little slant. It's hard. It's hard to defend as a as a DB. When they get inside of you. It's hard. Got probably need to be more inside on a, on a fourth and short there for the DB. But you know, credit to the offense. Okay, first and ten now for Hopewell Loudon from the Margareta 39 with 3:35 left to go. A 26-14 lead for Hopewell Loudon. They'll look to hand it off. Another dive play up the middle for Martinez. Nothing doing. Looks like it'll be a no game. Yes, I mean, I mean, really, it just shows you how much confidence that um, the Hopewell Loudon coaching staff has increased. They'll run it, they'll run it the first two or three times. They don't care. They get into a third and, or fourth and long. They, they put the they put the ball into Crease's hands. You know that he's going to make the right decision, able to throw the ball, run the ball, just able to pick up the first down. So this one's pretty close to being over with 3:27 left, up by 12 for Hopewell Loudon. Does look like Margareta though took uh, one of their timeouts so we'll see Hopewell out and regroup as it'll be second down and 10 coming up and 
it's kind of been similar to some of their other games on the Hopewell Loud inside. And you kind of look at some of their scores, and they, for being 5-0, and they haven't blown everybody out, even though they've won most of these games by a healthy margin. Seems like in the second half, Coach Kyle Truthio and company more comfortable just kind of letting the clock run, as we've seen in the second half, to where Margaret has made this a game, but still not to the point where they've truly had a chance of really coming back in this one because of just how much time's ticked off the clock. Yeah, it'll be interesting if they have when they have to put up points in the second half. If they're going to be able to do that against a, a you know a formidable opponent. But yeah, but still credit to Margareta. They 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 fought. They fought. They fought the second half. They fought to the end. And that, that's all you that's all you preach as a coach. You, know, you want to keep playing. You want to play four quarters when you're down twenty six to zero. You know that, that that's kind of your message almost as a coach. Let's win this second half. Let's win this third quarter. Let, let, let's just make strides like you said. Moving into next week with a you know good Tiffin Calvert team. They got to play um, next Friday. Looks like we saw another uh, timeout get taken by Margareta with 3.15 left to go. It's going to be third and six now coming up for Hopewell Loudon as they were able to get a couple yards on that last run by Braylon Martinez. And I mean, I, I've been saying it really basically the whole season, but it's it's really been with how Hopewell Loudon has started, with how Calvert has started. They're basically on a collision course for each other in that Week 10 game where we're going to have handful of games across the air that are going to be really good that very well man up deciding who wins those leagues. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you think so, but I mean, obviously Margareta maybe showed something to other teams that you can exploit on Hopewell Loudon in the second half. I mean, if you're a coach, you're, you're going to dissect this second half and see what they did that was successful, and maybe you can try to do that to Hopewell Loudon, but you really got to win the up, up front in the line of scrimmage, and that's what Hopewell Loudon has done for the majority of this game. They're down in 6-4, Hopewell Loudon. It'll be in the Braylon Martinez as he was in there as the Wildcat cornerback. He's going to gain a couple yards, but that's going to bring up a fourth down as we'll see the timeout, final timeout taken on the Margareta side as we get down now to 3.10 left to go on this one. As, and we'll see a fourth and about five coming up for Hopewell Loud as they're in Margareta territory at about the 34-yard uh, line. Is, I mean, that's really what we've seen from Hopewell Loud, and it's run the ball, run the ball the ball and then when they have to pass find a pass play and go down the field get enough for the first down well i saw crease come out of the game the last two plays but they went to the wildcat which they did do earlier i thought they were saying hey crease good game good job but i think he's probably going to come back out here on this fourth and five to see if he can get it i margaret is doing what, what what i would do if i was coaching him i'd try to stop kill the clock here because now they're in the position to put well on getting this gets this first down they're almost in kneel position um, so you've you got to try to keep as much time on the clock as you can. And Mark Redd, if you're still, you're fighting to the end, try to try to get a win here. But they really got to get, get a stop here on fourth and five. Fourth down and five for Hopewell. Out and offense will stay on the field. One receiver out to each side. Martinez to the right of Crease in the shotgun. He's had some movement up front as saw Mark Redd look to show a little blitz on their right side of the defense. Now we'll see an audible on the Hopewell out side of things. Crease will take this one. He'll drop back. He'll look to throw. He's looking for Jack Calatrugo down the sideline as he'll bring that one in for a big first down grab as he'll get stopped at the 11-yard line with 3.04 left to go. Yeah, nice throw and catch Calatrugo with a great grab down the sideline. Margareta kind of did what I said before. It's like you got to play on inside on these fourths and shorts, but that's what you open up. You open up that go route, and it's a perfect throw and catch for Hope allowed to move the chains and to pretty much seal this game. They could try to put six in, but I really think they could almost kneel it at this point. Let's say it looks like they'll have uh, Blake Mar or, uh, we'll have Martinez uh, kind of stay in there as the Wildcat 
formation looks like possibly for the remainder of this one. Two and a half minutes left to go in this one. First and ten. And from they just have a little bit of uh, yardage to work with between first down and a touchdown. As it'll be a keeper on the right side. They'll end up gaining, looks like, two. Yeah, I, I think they got crease out, so they're just going to stay wildcat here with Martinez. Try to run this clock out. We'll have, uh, we'll have Evan Kreese come back for this next play, it appears, as we'll get under two minutes left to go on this one again. Hope we'll allow in the 26-14 lead over Margareta trying to put the final touches on this one. Yeah, you, you want to have your starting quarterback in Kreese there so you can run the clock down. He's looking at that back umpire for him to raise his arm for five seconds. He's going to be the smarter player to run that clock all the way down. See one receiver out to each side for Hope we'll allow in the second down and nine. From the 10-yard line, they'll hand it off once again. Goes up the middle, end up gaining another yard or two. Yeah, imp impressive game tonight here for Hopewell Loudon. They took care of business. Like I said, not the best second half. It's not going to have a, a bitter taste in your mouth if you're a Hopewell Loudon coach. I know that. You know, when you're coaching, you want perfection, and this second half was not perfection for them. But regardless, they came out with a win in dominant fashion. You, I mean, it's human nature. When you get up 26 to nothing, you kind of let off the accelerator a little bit, and that's kind of what Hope Ball Loudon did. Um, not to take anything away from Margareta here in the second half. Looks like Hope Ball will run one more play as we're down to just 45 seconds remaining, third and nine. We'll again hand it left side, Martinez on the dive. So get out to, uh, looks like about the eight yard line as he'll pick up another yard or so, but we'll see a flag come in at the end of this play as well. There's too many people in there to see what the flag was, but I assume it's a personal foul of some sort. On one team or both teams, maybe the flags were flying everywhere. So we'll wait to see what the call is. I think it might've been something uh, on Judah Keller just because of the way he was kind of seemed to be shoved off towards the sideline by um, people uh, people on the referee's side. I'm surprised they didn't kneel it because they didn't need to run a real play there with under 40 seconds um, in between plays there. I don't think they needed to even run a run play, but yeah, they... Yeah, because I think that's, what's, uh, that's what Coach Calatruga is saying just with it being down to uh, 32 seconds left to go in this one. I think the winding the clock here, and that should have been the last play of the game as well. So I think you get to decide if you want the clock to run or not if it's on the other team. So it should be a wind. And that's all she wrote for this game. And now the clock will start to run so we're down now to 25 but looks like if anything coach Kyle Truglio will just say let the clock run as it will yeah when it starts to get chippy out there there's no reason to even get the kids back out there to, to do that let's just shake hands and get out of here great win for Hopewell Loudon and their staff and their players as we will be about to hit uh, triple zeros, but the clock actually did briefly stop. 
I think because it was technically a turnover on down because they let the play, they let the clock just run all the way when it was fourth down. So that'd be a delay of the game. Hmm. It looks like looks like they're gonna have to run one more play just because of that. Yeah. Looks like it. Technicality. I can't believe the refs didn't figure out a way to let that run all the way out. I was gonna say, because by the time we had gotten everything settled, it was down to 30 seconds left. Yeah, Margaretta's at the 50-yard line ready to shake hands, and they still do have 11 players out there on defense, but so I wonder if they'll try to do a rollout and a fall down, or they'll just kneel and say, here, you can have the ball back, Margaretta, here, with two seconds left. Be interested to see what they do. A play that matters that doesn't really matter. We will have seven seconds left on the clock as we will see Hopewell play and run one final play. Receivers out to each side. Crease is in the shotgun. Oh, shift a tight end over to the right side. Crease will roll to his right and just allow the clock to tick down before throwing it away. And that will officially do it. It's a 26 to 14 win for Hopewell out inside over Margarita as they move to 6-0 on the year. Do you count that incomplete pass, Lance? Do you put that in as incomplete? I mean, that's gonna hurt his pass percentage, come on. You it, know, it, it is. In basketball, they don't usually count those like three quarter court range threes. You don't wanna hurt Steph Curry's three. That's why the NBA players don't even truck them up because they don't wanna hurt the three point percentage. But, you know, I care about Chris's pass um, percentage, okay? Do you? Do you, hey. Jimmy? He's going to be our MVP tonight, isn't he? I don't know. You tell me. Since you won't let me pick any of the guys that I want to pick. Well, I'm, I'm telling you just how the, the – I don't make the rules. I just try to follow them. You know, some kids deserve more frickers than other kids. That's all there is. To I want you to tell our sales staff that. Okay. Well, there – you know, sometimes a three-for-all is not all you need. Maybe you need extra wings. You need the fries. You need everything. You need the cheese sticks. You need you need the pretzel bites. I can go down Fricker's whole list. Don't call me out for that, okay? I mean, I don't need to. You just did it for me. <laughs> you know, I'm a company man here. You know, I care about our sponsors. I care about Fricker's. And it's, uh, it's an excellent establishment. I eat there more than I'd like to admit, probably. <laughs> so with that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick time out to come back and wrap us one up here from Hopewell Out again, 26-14. Your final score, Hopewell, getting the win tonight over Margareta. You've been listening to High School Football and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. 
Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go, NWO. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Heck, we are here from Hopewell Loudon to wrap this one up. A 26 to 14 win for Hopewell Loudon tonight over Margareta. Really, you can call it a tale of two halves of uh, being technical because Hopewell put up all their points in the first half. Well, Margareta scored all of their points in the second half. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nixon here with Young Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And, I mean, it's, it's a, like you said, credit to Margareta that they were able to come out, do what they were able to in the second half, able to get some points on the board, get some things going on the offensive side after struggling mightily in the first half. But it more so just seemed that Hopewell was more content to allow the second half to play as it did with that big lead they had going into the half. Yeah, Collins Trugler and the boys, they knew what they had to do. They needed to just control the ball and run the clock down, and that's what they did. I mean, that's credit to them. They were, they were just getting 10 yards at a time, 10 yards, 10 yards, 10 yards, and then running that clock down. Um, did a great job up front. I mean, really, all in all, it was an impressive performance from Hopewell. I don't want to take anything away from that second half. It was all about the first half. I mean, they came out, smacked them in the mouth, got up 26 to nothing, like I said, really asserted their dominance and then just kind of floated from there. I mean, like I said, I don't know if that was a coaching, the play call, or just Margareta playing better in the second half, but really they took care of business all in all. Um, and the scoreboard, if you just look at the scoreboard, you might think, oh, really tight game. Yeah, uncharacteristic, but really Hopewell took care of business and uh, did what they needed to do at home tonight. So we get another win tonight for Hopewell out and they get to 6-0 on the year as Margareta drops down to 3-3 three and three, heading into a tough matchup next week as they will take on Calvert uh, just a little bit down the road over in Tiffin at Frost County and a double header that we will have coverage of next week with Clyde uh, taking on Columbian in game number one and then Calvert taking on Margareta in game two. We'll have both of those games right here on Classic 96.7 WBVI. It'll be myself and Pete Seymour for that action next week and I'll allow Jimmy to watch his uh, Arlington Red Devils take on uh, take on Macomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, I haven't been over to Hopewell Loudon in a few years since they left the BBC, but 
really impressed by you know what what they did tonight. I mean, they're obviously a quality football team. You've already you guys have already pinned them in for nine and zero. I mean, all they got to do is just try to win the tenth game. I mean, year. especially after Dan McCalvert can't lose to anybody from all I've ever heard. There's no one that can beat them. So I mean, we're both looking at a nine and zero matchup here on week ten. But really impressive performance tonight from them, um, all in all. I mean, if, if I'm being honest with you, and I can be honest with you because you know nobody else is hearing any of this. <laughs> The biggest con contender I had, aside from Calvert, that Hopewell was going to play in the rest of the season, would would have been Willard. Willard is currently losing by 30 points to Lakota, who Hopewell just beat up on last week. So I don't know what to make of that. Well, Gibsonburg didn't look bad last week. They, they, they like, didn't. They looked like they had some some skilled guys. I know they're, they're young, Hope, but... Hopewell was already beaten. They, oh, they, they already beat them a couple okay. weeks ago. Okay, I was just saying... You never know. I mean, teams get better throughout the they year. They do, you know, you, of course. You look at those things early, and like I said, you know, other things is people are banged up early. You know, maybe you get some early season injuries, too, to some key players, and maybe they get back week five, six. You just never know. That's why you play the games. But, yeah, like you said, it, in these smaller schools, these smaller conferences like the SBC, like it's some sometimes it's the haves and the have-nots. It's kind of like that in the BBC as well. You know, you've got your two, three, four teams that – pretty much beat the crap out of everybody else to put it bluntly so i mean that's the way it goes and that, that's going to be an awesome showdown week 10 though so i mean if that is the case if, if the both teams can survive the regular season so now of course we do have to award our frickers player of the game for tonight and uh, I, I will say this you can pick someone from margaret if you want to I'm just I'm throwing that out there as an option for you. Is this Jerry West? I can't pick the team on the losing team for the MVP. I can't do that. They, you're you're allowed to. There's no frickers for you if you lose. That's just the way it goes. No frickers. No chunks for you. So I will say Martinez has won it and Barrier has won it. So Wyatt Crow had a touchdown catch. Matt Wyman had a touchdown catch. Adam Kreese had an INT. Of course, Evan Kreese has thrown for a handful of touchdowns. That's what I was going to say. You keep saying all these touchdown catches, touchdown catches. I mean, it seems obvious that Evan Kreese is the MVP because who's throwing all those touchdowns? It was Kreese, and he was really controlling the game, you know, got him in and out of things. Just this is a great leader. He did a great job of pushing the ball down the field when he needed to. I mean, he, he made some nice plays tonight and really just led them um, offensively. So we will have Evan Kreese as our player of the game here tonight pick up from the carry window dine in get delivery through doordash all those daily specials or of course all dine in only download the frickers app find them online at frickers.com so that'll just about to do it for us here tonight of course before we go I have to send out a handful of thank yous of course to mark wilson back at the tri-county broadcasting studios doing of course the lord's work of course a big thank you to Coach uh, Kyle Truglu, who's also the AD for allowing us to come out here and broadcast this game. And that is uh, just about going to do it for us. So, Jimmy, any uh, any last thoughts before we go? No, great game. And we really ended up being a pretty good game in the second half. But Hopewell really took care of business. Impressive. Um, impressive outing for them. And got a nice team. I Hopefully they can stay healthy and continue to, to get better as the season goes on. Like I said, all in all, very impressive. And we will, uh, of course, uh, have the NWO Orthopedics scoreboard show coming your way in just a little bit as they'll get to go on a little bit early here tonight with the at a relative, uh, quickly, relatively uh, quickly uh, pace here tonight. So, of course, stay tuned in for the NWO Orthopedics scoreboard show back at the Frickers Studios. Barton Trayvon will 
recap all the games from around the area for tonight. Former broadcast partner Jimmy Nicholson, this is Lance Morris, signing off here from Bascom. Hope Will Allen gets a 26-14 win tonight over Margareta. Thank you for listening to our coverage here tonight, and have a great rest of your night, everybody. What time is it? Sadly, we're out of time. Yes, you've been listening to High School Football. Right here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. And it's been brought to you by... Frickers, Warner Automotive, Blanchard Valley Health System, by Rotor Rooter, Bigby Coffee, Iron Workers Local 55, by Harold Floriana Funeral Hall, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, by Grit, MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, by Campus Poly Eyes, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Snyder's Flooring Outlet, by Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us again next time for another great matchup of high school football. A production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.